So I, as part of my duties at Benilde, for, for the boys' games when there isn't the girls' game directly before, I also take care of the JV duties, kind mm-hmm. of a yeah. limited production. Limited production. Oh, yeah. You, you know, you, limited effort. You know, you only got so much in your voice. You got to... Right. You got to save yeah, it. Yeah, you got to save the gas. Um, saw a terrible <laughs> blowout this week. Sure. 17-1. 17-1 on Yikes. Tuesday against Chaska. And so I stopped announcing at 10 goals. We still put them up. I'm curious. You put them up? Yeah, we put them up. It, it, high school hockey, Tony. I I, that's fine. If it's, if it's a, I would. I'm a firm yeah. believer, but I know it just makes people angry. That's why if I did that. If it's that's a YH, why I went, Yeah, if it's a YHH event, you know, we're going to tone it down a little no, bit. Oh, I'm yeah. put them up. Like, oh, yeah. Put them really. up, put them yeah, up. Yeah, put them up. <laughs> anyway, I'm, I'm just saying it sometimes gets people a little bit yeah. fidgety. Mm-hmm. I'm curious the worst blowouts you guys have seen that you can remember. In person? In person. Ooh. Oh, um, oh I got one. You can go, Tony. Yeah, I would right. have to. All right. So I played in the game. So <laughs> just so you know, just so you know, um, Wee A, because they didn't have double A back then, Wee A district finals, the district champion would go to state. We played Minnetonka. They were 64-0. and 0. Uh, And we scored the first goal, mm-hmm. and we lost 16-2. to two. Ooh. Ooh. Now, did, did the second goal – also come near the start or was that like I have a- no idea. I just remember they put me back at D. Mm-mm. Because they needed something. They did, like we got to try something. Like yeah. I I think the next step I was going in the net because the goal was so shallow. Yeah, it was so bad. They were the they were so good, but they ended up losing in the state final. To who? Duluth Stewards. Oh, I know. Oh. Yes. yes. Wow. Yes. How's that? You're so, old. I know I'm old. <laughs> so, Danny, what about you? Uh, give me one second. I got to pull up the score. He's going through the um, 2013 state championship. Uh, wow! So this is a tourney game. Tourney game. I sat through this one in person. Wow. Unfortunately, and so did some people at the rink. Um, where's the class A? Eleven um, nothing. East Grand Forks. St. Thomas and twelve nothing. St. Thomas, St. Cloud, uh, Apollo. Those two games. That was the and, same session. Uh, that was St. Thomas East Grand Forks was Friday, and St. Thomas East or St. Cloud. So they beat their Apollo twenty three nothing. Yeah, yeah. That was at the state tournament in twenty thirteen. What year is that? That's twenty thirteen. Yeah. Okay. So and they beat and the, and that's the famous Tommy Novak Zelaznikar yeah. got hugged for Hermantown. Oh yeah. yeah. And, and yeah. but like those. Those blowouts might be the worst. The Apollo one was definitely the worst. I think St. Thomas had like or let three shots or something like that before they pulled Zevnik, and we were joking around with Zevnik afterwards. Like your save percentage would have been so trash. Like <laughs> yeah. just imagine that. But yeah, those were. It was just embarrassing. Yeah, because like it's like, can we just run this? faster you can't get to <laughs> running double time. speed on the scoreboard but you can't do running time and then Until they got the third a third period yeah not in a YHH event i i did ask i think we it was okay it was five zero after the first of that jv game and i asked the jv coach because you know it's always a little grainy when they no, apply the rules not. for for jv games maybe yeah oh yeah yeah JV, for jv yeah. yeah and so i asked them they scored probably the first minute of the second period i'm like so can we they go ahead no, no. <laughs> no we, were, we were there a while i've seen running time in grand rapids greenway and the it was a two goal game 
And they just ran it because to get the varsity, get the varsity game. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Now, we could be doing that on Friday. Good evening, hockey fans, and welcome to the Rink of Fire Boys High School Hockey Podcast. This week's pod is sponsored by Jack's Cafe, three generations of great food for any special occasion. The Red Black League, the largest boys and girls off-season high school league in Minnesota. Summit Orthopedics. 11 locations throughout the Twin Cities with specialists ready to treat any sports-related injury. And Gemini Athletic, pro-quality custom uniforms with a championship pedigree. And now, here's Danny, Carl, and Tony. Love is a burning thing. And it makes a fiery ring Bound by wild desire I fell into a ring of fire Well, boys, how's everyone doing today? Good, good. Great. Will Peterson joining us again. Carl is coming back from Chicago this week, family Christmas. And Carl will be on when we host something soon. We don't know what our next show is quite yet. So we we might do a Spaces. We might actually do a pod. We might do something on that bus. On the way back from um, TRF. (laughs) It's going to be magic, I'm telling you. (laughs) 16 of the biggest freaks ever and Kayla. Why is it 16? <laughs> Wait, it's is that a, a compliment? Like, yeah, I'm you're not like a freak. normal. You're yes. a non freak. There's going <laughs> to be some freaks on that bus. It's oh. going to be so much fun. Oh, yay. <laughs> you know what? We've, ne- we've never had a Christmas party. Uh, this is our this, first this is official Christmas party. Okay. Don't, uh, don't be the guy that pulls out the organized activities on the bus. No, <laughs> oh, no. Andy but Bernard from the office. There is Terrible. no alcohol usage on the bus on the way up. It's forbidden. Um, no, on the way on up. The way up. On the way back, we have some good tidings. It's going to be fun. It'll be a fun trip home. Hopefully, it has a bathroom. Uh, it better. It's a coach <laughs> bus. It better have a bathroom. <laughs> hey, can you stop again? I got to go. Me and him pulling the cord for a stop. <laughs> exactly. It's going to be a lot of fun. Wish I'm I could excited. make it, man. I am. Well, we wish you could, too, but you have better things you're doing. Ah. Recovering yeah. from surgery, yeah. yeah. So you got to Hey, you're trying to get you some some sympathy points here. I know. Yeah, yeah this time you got a text from your ex girlfriend. That's some serious sympathy. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> you this said is, it. This is facts. where he learns. That's a fact. That's right? a Never fact. tell that Tony fact. anything. Never tell Tony <laughs> hey, anything. This mm-hmm. this time tomorrow, I'm not trustworthy. This time tomorrow, I'm going to be six foot four. That, I know. That's what I'm. I love it. Wait, yeah. is that your height? He will be. Cur- it will be. Currently, six, what? Cur- currently a short 6'2", hoping to become a respectable 6'4". For context, there's probably so many of you confused at home. Um, I have scoliosis, and tomorrow morning, going under the knife to correct that. That's uh, cool. Yeah, so I'm going to get some metal rods put in me. Never going to make it through TSA again. But <laughs> That's okay. I That's don't awesome. either. That's awesome. Yeah, so looking forward to... Um, might have to sack up and buy some holiday or the uh, 
the streaming packages over break. I got I got to watch yeah, some high school hockey. hockey, man. So. We could watch the uh, tradition holiday classic in Prairie Lake for free. Oh. For free. Yeah, you got a point there. College student on a budget. For free. For free. Zero dollars. That's a price you can't beat. <laughs> that's man. right. That's right. All right. Uh, you have some news for us. I do. News is brought to you today by Gemini Athletic, and we have a little Christmas present we'll give oh. to Danny between the. Uh, News and the top 10. Okay. So that'll be part of this segment. We don't have to thank them at all, really. I mean, we're going to thank them for <laughs> being a sponsor. But we're, the jersey package that Isaac put together for you, I think you're going to like it a lot. I'm excited. I think you'll like it a lot. So let's get to some news first. Yes, starting off, so we have at, at least three that we know of um, players to reach the 100-point milestone this past week. Um, Jake Geiger out of Northfield. Yep. Owen Sedanga out of Laverne. Love it. And finally, a little extra special bonus 100-pointer, Gavin <laughs> Eulenkamp from Chanhassen. Did you see it? Reaches 100. I did. They announced it at the rank. Very cool moment. He reached 100, and then literally they had not announced the first goal yet, and they added another one. So the announcements got read one after the other. The first goal on the assist, he had his 100th, and then assist on the second goal, 101st, was a new program record for Chanhassen. Wow. So that's very cool. Wow, wow, I like that. I like that. Uh, it looks like uh, us roasting uh, Chanhassen. Seriously, it's working. One. They, yes, they, got, they got the message. If, yeah, if you email us, it's all because of us. Team, it's because of us. It's nothing to do with the fact that they're highly skilled. Nothing. Tax deductible donation to Youth Hockey right. Hub. <laughs> Guarantee your team a running time win. That's right. Next up, we have the Junior Olympic uh, rosters were released. It's, so this this event is held every four years, just like an Olympics, mm-hmm. and it's so in the winter only, as far as I know. And uh, six Minnesotans made it. Six Minnesotans of those six, three currently playing Minnesota high school hockey. We have AJ Francisco out of Hermantown. Uh, Cole Baumgartner out of Rogers, and then Logan Lutner from Maple Grove. Being a recent grad, what do you know about? AJ and his game. I mean, did you see him play yeah. as a Bantam or a Peewee? Mm-hmm. Or what, what What are your takeaways from, from AJ's game? I've, AJ's I've only seen him. I could I could count on one hand the amount of times I've actually seen him. But, you, would, I mean, you hear stories. It, right. It, it's crazy. Um, he's cousins with Wyatt Carlson, kid I graduated Correct. with. Correct. Yep. He's always around the rink a lot. No, he's Wyatt's a huge, another really good athlete. Oh, yeah. He's up in Alaska right yep. now in the Nall. Um, incredible athlete, multi-sport guy. Um, I think he won Wiz Wyatt. He did, and Bantam player. Of the yeah, year. we think he's good, but you live in the he's, backyard. I want to yeah. see what you no, he's, think of him. He's a, he's a heck of a hockey player. Incredible puck sense. Obviously, that comes from having a dad as talented. Now John works with. Yeah, I, I don't know <laughs> if John was a very talented player, but I, I know he's a really nice guy. We'll go with that. And a cheater on the golf course, but oh yeah, big time cheater. <laughs> no, yeah, I'm, yeah. He's like, yeah, I have an 18 handicap. Oh, he birdied three out of the first four holes. Wow. That's cheating, John. Just so you know, for I the can record, name a couple cheating. sandbaggers. <laughs> yeah, he's no, bad. He's that's, bad. That's Sam falling out of your shorts. Yes, there. absolutely. Incredibly talented skater, but also something he adds is that element of versatility. Because coming yeah. into the season, um, I believe Coach Andrews was planning to have him back on the blue line. But your D is good. The D. Oh, the D core is incredible. We'll, we'll get to them later. But then when um, Dallas View made his decision to they probably put him up in USHL, then they slid him up to that first line, and he's been a revelation up there. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, very good. Baumgartner and Lutner are the other yep. two. And then finally, we have the uh, World Junior rosters were released. 
That just came out of nowhere. Does that come out of nowhere for you guys too? Like it was just like boom, it's here. Yeah, yeah. They had a camp, and all of a sudden, at the end of the camp, like here's the roster. See ya. I didn't. I forgot about the Olympic thing. That that was every four years. Yeah. So, so Col- the OOs, COVID kind of. Oh yeah. That yeah so the OOs that. did it. Um. Uh. So it had been like Brinkman and those guys, and then the O fours um, was like Strammel and those guys. Yep. Yeah. Now I remember that yeah. because we were we were recording at that time. Yes. It, but it, Brinkman was like gone, and I he really, didn't go. But he would have been that. Yeah. Age. Yeah. I, mean, I don't I think rem- he went. Okay. Okay. I remember this now. Yeah. Um, and then, Sorry. so it'll be the 2012s in four years. Mm-hmm. So okay. of the six Minnesotans on the World Junior Team, we have five that spent time in really? high school, which is pretty impressive number. I'm not going to yeah. lie. Five out of six, not bad. Chesley was the only one that wasn't, right? Yep. Okay. Ryan Chesley. Um, we have two out of Chaska, Jimmy Snuggerud and Sam Renzel. Danny Nelson out of Maple Grove. Oliver Moore from Totino Grace mm-hmm. and Eric Polkamp out of Brainerd. So that the, nice? the, the two and eight getting some representation. Kids got a rocket. Oh my goodness! Holy so- sophomore year, we played them in the COVID because you know they had the restrictions on who you couldn't couldn't play. So right. section seven and eight, and they got one quality look, and it was a one timer from Polkamp. Never saw the puck. Straight top shelf. <laughs> I uh, coached Eric uh, for a weekend. We had uh, put together kind of a Black Bears type team in the first ever big one. Yeah, and we got a bunch of 04s together. When he was an 04, and we ran a pra- I ran a practice, and they were shooting the puck around. And they got the puck, and he got one. He fired one so hard. So and then I'm like, whoa, whoa! I go, I literally blew the whistle, brought everybody. In. I go, all right, now we run a power play. We did a little power play. I go. We're getting it to this guy right here <laughs> yeah. every time we can get him. And they ended up winning a few games and had a good time. Yeah. So there's my Eric Pol- brush with Eric Polkamp shot. And that is all we have for news and notes this all week. All right. Uh, let's get the present out. Okay. Oh boy. So we'll see what this has. Yeah, I'm, I'm intrigued. It's a big box. Subscribe. Oh, heavy. <laughs> it's a lot heavier than I expected. And yeah. I wrapped that. I'm really crafty. That's a pretty good wrapping job. My wife actually laughed. She said, I can't wrap presents. I'm surprised it's not newspaper. I just went, okay, this is from Isaac. (laughs) Stand up. Stand up. Yeah, we get the box out. Okay, so. uh, That's a good one. Beauty. Yeah, with a nameplate. That's got a nameplate. Southwest Christian Ridgefield, so it's got a nameplate and a C on it. That's wow. a good one. That's a That's pretty a cool really one. one. That's awesome. Well, I'm going to hand Sweet. off. All right. Okay, Ooh. so. <laughs> wow. So this is the War This Road is the girls, girls version. Yes. I just saw the boys. Yes. This is cool. The boys is really good. This one is almost better. Wow. That's That is Ojibwe for War Road Warriors. I went to Ojibwe Immersion School for two years. You did not. Pre- pre- what? Preschool and kindergarten. Pronounce that. See. I kind of feel <laughs> like can you, no. can you don't, face don't that throw. The yes, camera? absolutely. My uh, my Ojibwe name was Mukwa. It meant black bear. I like wow. it. And they, they have the state tournaments. Oh, yeah. Right there. And I'm guessing the the Indian chief there is going to be... Hmm, there's a few of them up there that are important, but this is going to... I'm totally drawing a blank right now. I know them, and I'm totally blanking. Sorry. We've, I'll come with we, it later. You and I have visited them, Yeah, we've too. visited the graves. Yes. Yes, yes. that are in... Uh, um, okay, don't talk. <laughs> you're, yeah. you're Roger busy. Christian's front yard. Yeah, there you go. That's there you pretty go. cool. This has been History with Tony. Yes. Okay, next one is a St. Thomas Academy 
away jersey from this year. I have not nice. seen this one. So I haven't either. Actually, really good. I like it too. Right. It's really I, cool. Is, how how Duluth East is this one? Let's see. Turn it around again. Yes, that's it's, straight it's Duluth. Straight Duluth. East. Straight. Duluth it's East. Straight. It's just, and, yeah. and Mike Randolph would says, own this too. <laughs> it does have STs on the shoulder boards, which is jersey. that's a, a good really look. Good jersey. Yeah, it's I like the mix of the blues too. Light yep. blue dot yeah. yeah. I like it. I like how they just, mix it. Just just a solid away jersey. <laughs> oh man. Wow. We don't have that one. We got the white. But we yeah, do not we have, have the, the red. No, we don't have the red. That is so good. I love the collar on so this. So do I. It's almost like a circle. Like yeah, a, right? Oh, a that's good, a cool a jersey. V-neck. It's a good collar. That's a good like jersey. All right. Okay, what's this? Ooh, Mustang's Mouths View. Yes. Yeah, that's That's nice. Oh, with the little ponies on the shoulders. I like it. That's nice. That's really nice. All right. Okay, let's keep going. Dude, I'm getting married over here. Oh, this is the one that I want. The Hastings. Wow. This is the Hastings (laughs) one. This is look at the stripes. The stripes on the Hastings one is so cool. I did not see this. The Hastings. I know the last one. That is the Hastings one is cool. I've been admiring this one, and the Hastings also has the collar the same yeah, way. Yeah, the same collar as Mankato West. Okay, we got two more, Tony. Two more. Oh, the Rogers. <laughs> I went to that game on third or uh, last night. Yeah, Saturday, yeah. and me were and they my wearing buddy, them? Yeah, they were they wearing these. Live they're, in these. They're so sharp. They love these jerseys. These are cool. Great These are sweater. really cool. Yeah, that's a good one. For an away jersey, this is as good as it gets. Wait, this is a new one. This is new. This, <laughs> this is, is new. the Kitty Cats. Oh, Woo. oh! It's the apostrophe. Cats, love it. Cats, cats. Yeah, that's nice. Waconia, Waconia. We have two Waconias now. Wow. Yeah, yeah. We are loaded. Loaded. We are loaded. Danny, why don't you hang those up behind us? Okay, those are cool. Jerseys are up. Danny's happy. <laughs> They're cool. I'll be expecting a gift box from you on Friday, <laughs> at the Christmas party on wheels. What's <laughs> What's on wheels that you want? No. No, the, the, the party that's on party, wheels. Oh, our Christmas yeah. party, our first ever Christmas party. I can party bring is on all the supplies because I don't go oh, through bring, it. Are you bringing the sides? You could bring the sides for what, the sandwiches. Whatever you need me to bring, I can bring. Okay, we're having Jack's Cafe sandwich. We can talk about bus. this off offline. I know, but we brought it up later <laughs> in the show, crunch. but right now yeah, I'm yeah. giving people like, what are they talking about? Yeah, yeah, I can, I can figure some stuff out. All right. Rankings. Okay, let's do it. Brought to you by Summit Orthopedic. It is now officially a thing. Okay. Uh, the Summit Service Award will be on the, is listed on the homepage. So if you want to submit your son or daughter, if you're a player, you want to submit uh, for our Summit Service Award, it's now on the website. Uh, the World Surgery Team that should be going to Honduras. That's what you win as a result of it. And the, it's a full scholarship trip, uh, airfare room and board, everything, and obviously the experience of traveling to a foreign country and working with the surgical team of Summer Orthopedics. We'll obviously give the players jerseys made by Gemini, yep. uh, a plaque for their efforts, and uh, hopefully we can get some video of them playing hockey so we can put together yeah. a nice little award package for them as That'd well. That'd be cool. Yeah. So. All right. We're going to keep it going from last week, starting with Class A. All right. Okay. We have I'm a these down as we go. new number one. Hermantown, 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 Hermantown. The Hawks. Yes. Woo. Deserved. Yay. Thank you. And you went to St. Thomas and you're cheering for her. Well, I, I think it's true he right now. You. Five five eight oh three. What is five, it? Five five eight oh three. Five five eight oh three, baby. All right, next. Number two, we have St. Cloud Cathedral. 
Yeah, okay. they beat World, and World's going to yeah. be number three, I bet, yeah. right? World's number three? Yeah. Okay, okay, yeah, fine. Beat... This yeah. week's a big week for Cathedral. Yeah, no doubt. Especially and Warroad. Now that they, and Warroad. Now that yeah. they maybe Warroad lose. Warroad plays Thief, too, don't they? Yes, they do. Um, Nick Hansen from Cathedral, who we're told got hurt on Saturday in that lost Rockridge. It's, I mean, that's a big test for a team. He's a three-year starter. Yeah. And I thought he was the difference in that East Side game. I think so, too. Yeah. All right. Uh, number four, Orno. Yeah. He, he, he keep, he's enough. keeping them there. Who are you going to put above him, though? That's the thing. Uh, there's, uh, not no a, there's not a great pick. No, except maybe Eastside, but Eastside's had some slips, tough yep. losses. Yeah. Speaking of Eastside, they're number five. Sure. Yeah. Yep. That's Fair fine. enough. Coach Palmasino will be on the show shortly later on. Yes. Uh, number six, Matamidi. Boy, their record is like uh, deep, deep below 500. Three and six. Did and they have a win? Cloquet. Oh. That's a, yeah, that's right. Friday, yeah, we were like, Ben we, was yeah. there. We, we hit the nail on the head by saying they were going to have a one and two week. And they that's were. That's what we predicted. Yep. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then number seven, North speak Hill? of the devil, it is Cloquet. Cloquet. Uh, I mean. I'm not there yet. Not there yet. They beat Eastside. They. Oh. But. At Eastside. Mm. Matamita kind of had the with way with With bust legs. Okay. Yeah, they did. Okay. I, I think if Northfield has a better week, he can probably leapfrog them over, but they do come in at number eight. Northfield's number yep. eight? They had That's a surprised. bad week. They did not yeah, have a great week. Like, Ty Osseo? Tied Osseo. Tied Spring Lake Park. Park. Yeah. Yeah. That's not a good week. Yeah, they're better than that. That's not doing it for me. No, no, they're better than that. Yep. All right. Number nine. Thief. Again, they have one good tie. No. Yeah. Right? Am I wrong? You're not wrong. This is where I'd slide Little Falls. Like Northern you know. Lakes. Little Falls, really? Not Little Falls. Northern well, Lakes. Uh, well, okay. Yeah, I'm just Northern saying, like, Lakes. there's other teams that I will would cycle. If <laughs> Yes. Here. Yes. Okay. That shirt's tired. Moving. I on. don't want to <laughs> rip Thief too bad because they are hosting us this week. So, yeah. go Prowlers. Yeah, now we're playing at the Hawk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I, that, was, that was in play. I would actually prefer this game to be at the Huck because it's cool. It's like Hoosiers. It's the yeah. I can't wait to it's see the, that right. It's so cool. But there's no food there. So mm. the, the fans oh. would have to actually like Skyway it over to the Little Ralph to get their food. Gotcha. I'm like, ah, I don't want that. I want happy happy fans. Food. Yeah. Happy stomach is a happy fan. Yeah. yeah. And at number 10, Northern Lakes. Undefeated Northern Lakes. I think that they should be nine. Maybe, yeah. Maybe yep. even eight. But they're right. I mean, yeah. what Southwest Christian thing just doesn't impress me. The the a East, win's a win. The East Grand Force Cloquet score is that's a that's a score that's hard to swallow right, right now. Right. All right. So there you have it. Double A. There's our top ten. Double A ex- received exclusively via Twitter DM from Carl. These are yet really? to be posted to the forums at the wow. time of recording. Wow. Get these up. You Get guys up. haven't even seen this i i feel like i hold all the power in the world oh my god the, wow. the almighty carl well, it's gotta be tonka yeah carl's number one gotta be is minnetonka number two is why yeah that's okay. easy now number three edino thank you okay he's fine maybe he was browbeat enough last show i hope <laughs> i hope he puts benil here because he deserves yeah. it they, yeah, or, or Chan. No, it's gonna be Chan. The middle. I hope it's Chan. It's Chan. Chan. Chan's been on a heater. What's he got? Chan at four. Yeah. Okay. And that's, I. That's fair. Personally, I, and I think Danny might agree. I think you can flip those. 
after the amount of crap we gave Danny about Chan, seeing them against Rodgers. What? What? My goodness. Dan- <laughs> Danny, this is a this is a big fat apology. I am sorry. Because, I didn't hear that. Because my oh. my goodness. The, uh, oh, God, that feels good. That warms. I don't get those at home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the storm are rolling. All right. Number five, Benilde. Yep. Yep. We saw them on Thursday. Thursday. Another great game. Yeah, it was and, a good and, game. And they're playing well. They're playing yep. really well. Yeah. Uh, number six. Rosemont. It's got to be Rosemont. I don't like it. <laughs> Rogers. The Hill Murray Pioneers. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's bad, man. Carl, no. What's his middle name? <laughs> Thomas. No, I have no idea. <laughs> I was like, Thomas. <laughs> Phillip. I can't even fill that out. I can't even fill this card out. That's so wrong. That's not. They're not there yet. No. They're just okay. not there. These kill people, Carl. This kills people. <laughs> okay. And then at number seven, we have Rogers. <laughs> <laughs> what have they done recently? I just want to know if he at all even saw box score for that game against Chan. Yeah, he had to have. Well, yeah, he moved Chan up. Is Carl like short of like attention? Like, he does he need the attention? He, is those is he people? feeding off of well, not being here? Well, like, by I us? got a guy who does our our youth rankings. I'm like, dude, are you short of attention? Like, like you need some attention? Like, I don't know. Give you attention? Like, you know, I, he purposely moves teams around just for like attention. Yeah. Like, if it's if it's, I don't think Rogers is top ten right now. Ah, uh, they tied they tied a team. Okay. That went to overtime with Apple Valley Burnsville. You're right. gonna hate the back half of this drinking. I already Keep hate going. the front half. So <laughs> who's a Rosemont? Ro- Rosemont. Okay. Yeah. And what's Rosemont? I think they're six. I think, I think they're, they're six, six too. I think they're six. All right. Number nine, Maple Grove. Oh, because they haven't, been they haven't done played it. anybody. So yet. Yeah. They played people at the start of the year. Yep. They lost. Yep. And now they're mm. cupcaking their way through. Yep. Yep. They played yeah, no. Cupcake. They, have, they have literally had no I I don't nutri- even think I have no a maple nutrients. I have a, n- no maple grove scores. I, I didn't yeah. know one. They don't have any, I don't have no idea no who they nutrients play. with those cupcakes. No. No, that is <laughs> straight no trans fat. It's <laughs> straight trans fat. That's it. <laughs> All right. High carbs. They do have a test coming up. Ten, you're gonna put shock be at ten, isn't he? Shock be ten. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. No, no, gross, Carl. I put, I put Lakeville South there. You're that, Kayla. You know I mean? Kayla, write that down. Yeah, like, uh, did you just say they were in the top ten? No, I say <laughs> I would. I'd Are you just trying to get back in their good graces? Totally, they, they got chased out of the arena with they chased me out of there. So they didn't like me. <laughs> That's not true. I was greeted kindly by everybody from Lakeville South. Except, Except for me. <laughs> no, she, even she was nice to me. It was oh, crazy. I, I like Hasi. There's just a good vibe there. All right, so I, we have Shakopee. No. So Lakeville South will beat Shakopee. Oh, no doubt. No. Oh, hands down. So if they would, then shouldn't they be number 10? They're undefeated. Yeah. They're the 43-time consecutive. That's what I've been told. <laughs> You're going to bring up uh, Dan Carlson now? 
Isn't it? Wait, that's not his name. No, it's his name. something Carlson. Jim. Jim. Jim Sorry, Carlson. I don't know why I said. Is it the old kicker for the Vikings? Yes, you're right. <laughs> yeah. Jim I don't Carlson. know why I brought up Dan Carlson. Jim Carlson is the PA guy for Lakeville. Sonic. And my third grade teacher. And Kayla's third grade teacher. This guy is priceless. Electric factory. Oh, my gosh. So he names Lakeville North, right? Mm-hmm. And then he proceeds to go into this bit. It is a great bit. Is it with the smoke show going it, on? Oh, there's the smoke. The, the lights are down. There's fog. Yeah. The whole deal. Yeah. And he's like, the five-time consecutive Ooh. South Suburban. Ch- and Salt here's Lakeville, literally, Lakeville North is sitting there. The four-time consecutive one double-A champions basically saying, and Lakeville North, you suck. Yeah. You suck really bad. Basically, <laughs> I was, like, literally getting, like, the, the hairs coming out of the back. Like, I was getting chills. I'm like, he is, like, stomping yeah. on them right now. No. Gross. I loved Ugh. it. I loved it. Um, Mr. Carlson is the best person ever. He's been announcing Lakeville stuff for 30 years. Wow. Yeah, back literally, to Lakeville when I was Literally Lakeville. older than me. Yeah. And he, um, he also, like, he's just, like, the kindest guy ever. But he's got such a good announcer he's voice, good voice, doesn't he? He just... He does all the games, Did he too. write that? Did he write that script, or is that a Storm I think script? he did. I think Storm no. writes it. No, says, he hey, writes... This to, like, <laughs> I don't think anyone tells Jim Carlson what to do. He just oh, shows I up, and he's great. I love that. I had to meet him. I'm like, I have to meet the man who wrote that. That yeah. was just damn... He also up. used to dance on your desks when he was in a third-grade teacher, so... I just loved I put it. That it was there. fantastic. All right, that we're done with top tens. I don't like those again this week, Carl. I don't like them at all. They were a little better than last yeah, week. Yeah, slightly better than last week. The second, slightly. The second half, no. Yeah. Not slightly better. I'd say slightly better. I think he needs to go to ranking school. Like, like bring yeah. him in. Yeah. He he can, the rulers. The, 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 the Eric deal. Bruce School of Rankings. Because <laughs> Eric, I feel like at least he's we can kind of see where he's coming from, and he has, like, decent line of logic. And it it doesn't really help that Carl. This is just like a nondescript Twitter DM, and we don't get the full. Line. Yeah, no. we don't get the three to four sentence explanation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, what I'm is the three that. to four sentence explanation on Shakopee? Give me that. I, I want to know. None. They tied a team that lost eight to one to the number two team in the state. There you go. There I think number go. two, number four, four, four. Yeah. Okay. Well, I can't solve that, but we can solve this interview, which co- with. Coach Palmasino. Tony, take this away. We're joined now with East Grand Fork native, East Grand Forks graduate, uh, NCAA participant, NCAA skater, and two-time state champion coach Tyler Palmasino. How are you doing today, Coach Palmasino? Great. Today is tonight. Like, you got me <laughs> You are younger than me, and you're acting like you're older than me right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm fired up. Thanks for having me on. It's been a while. I don't think I've ever been on the show, have I? No, no. This this is going to be fun. We have a lot of goods on you. That's for sure. A lot of good stuff for yeah. you. And you've you've been a you've been a, with a lot of coaches. You know, you've had Coach Dean Blaze. You you coached with Scott Oliver. You've got a really good track record. And your whole family, even on your uh, on your your wife's side, it's it's like a coaching factory. Tell me a little bit about the background of coaching in your family. Yeah, well, so my dad, uh, Tony, he coached high school hockey for eight years, um, early 80s, 1979 to 1988 um, in East Grand Forks. He was uh, the only 
he's the only coach in East Grand Forks history to take them to a state title when it was one class, both in 1980 and 1982. Um, and he never won a game in the state tournament, but he took them to, to two one-class state tournaments. It was pretty impressive for East Grand Forks. So, yeah. And then on your, your wife's side as well? Well, it's actually my, my mom. Oh, on your mom's, mom's side. Dad. Yeah, yeah. My mom's dad, my grandpa, um, he won a Class C state title in North Dakota State Basketball, a Class B state title in North Dakota Basketball, and then took East Grand Forks to two um, two state basketball tournaments and coaching East Grand Forks High School. That was a longtime wow. athletic director. So he's in both North Dakota Minnesota Basketball Coaches Hall of Fames. So do you think that fueled you to coach? Well, maybe I had the wrong sport. Like, <laughs> well, at five foot at five foot eight, though, it might have been a might have been a struggle. But you got two titles of your own. What do you remember about winning those championships in fourteen and fifteen? Uh, you know, so they were both different. Um, both of them were like kind of different feelings. The fourteen one. Like we were number one all year for the better part of the year, and um, ton of pressure on us going down to St. Paul. I remember being a ton of pressure on us going into Thief River to play Warroad in the section final game. Like, I don't know if you guys were there, but that was a double overtime game. Um, was that and Roth they, and Bethune the years? Roth and Bethune and Sylvester. Yes. Um, Kyle Sylvester pushing 300 points total on a line. I think they played nine guys and it wasn't equal. Um, <laughs> Some things haven't changed. They, yeah. They had us like, that's a game. I'll like, will stick with me forever. They, they had, they stuck it to us for the better part of 65 minutes and somehow or another, we found a way to win the game. And then once we got to St. Paul, it was like this weight was lifted off our shoulders and, um, I think we were down one nothing to Hermantown in this state final game, but like we never felt there was a doubt. We ended up winning seven three and kind of going away. And then the next year, you know, we lose a bunch of guys. Um, we have one our best defenseman leaves early, um, and so like nobody expects a lot of us. We know what we got, and we kind of meander through the season, and we just peak at the right time and we go into the semis and beat Montemita who I thought was the best team in the state and then just absolutely take it to Hermantown we're up two with 30 seconds left and and all of a sudden they score one and then <laughs> they score another one with 15 seconds left and all of a sudden it's like what the hell is going on <laughs> and we find a way to win that game so like that was one I felt like we stole we earned it but we stole it um which was which was pretty awesome what were you what was going through your mind in that final 30 seconds do you even remember or did you just kind of black out yeah uh well so we actually I felt I think we missed an empty netter like I think we had a puck on our tape like or I think we were up four two like say 50 seconds left and we get a inside the ozone and we miss an empty netter by two feet and I remember thinking oh boy and they come down and they score one with 30 seconds left not like so be it right and we yeah. don't take a timeout because their their top line had played the better part of the last two minutes and i'm like don't take a time out like they're tired we're not we win the face off and we ice the puck shooting for the empty no I'm like, oh. <laughs> dumb and they then they win the face off and they score out the face off 
And I'm like, I think it's time for a timeout. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the, the one thing is like, when after giving up that lead in like college hockey, you go into the locker room and, and like, then you have to think about what you gave up for the next 15 minutes where we had two and a half minutes. No time. We didn't have a whole lot to think about. We just, you know, our message was like at the beginning of the year, like, if we just said you'd be going into overtime against Hermantown to win your second state title, would you have taken it? <laughs> Damn right. You would have. And, and uh, yeah, we made a play. Like we made the next play. So credit to our guys. So you, yeah. t- you talked about uh, the differences. You had a uh, overtime loss in your freshman year at UND. This is a, one of those crazy memorable games where uh, coach blaze with like four minutes left decides to pull the goalie. With four minutes left in the game, that was unheard of. That's like Patrick Wass. You see that nowadays a little bit. What was going through your guys' head when he pulled the goalie so fast like that? You, you know, so like playing for Blaze, I played for him for four years. Like nothing was unexpected. Like, like you almost like expected the unexpected with him at that point. Like really, was, like that was just Dean. Like that was his coach Blaze. That was his personality. Like. Nothing was out of the – he was scared of nothing. He feared nothing. Um, and his teams portrayed that. Like, that's why he had so much success in college because, like, he had this personality, like, we'll take on the world, whatever is in front of us. Um, and his teams, like, took on that personality. And and so, like, when he pulls a goalie with four and a half minutes left, like, okay, like – well, it's time, and I, and we made a couple plays there. Yeah, I think he's telling you guys as players that he believes in you, and that's that pumps 100%. you guys up, right? Do, do you do you ever yeah. lean on some of the stuff that he did as a coach in your coaching philosophy? Yeah, you know, um, so I always like I was so lucky from a player to play for some of the coaches I played for. My dad obviously coached youth hockey when I was growing up. Um, I was around him when he coached high school hockey. And then Jim Scanlon, I don't know if you guys know Jim Scanlon. He's the Scanlon, coach at Bemidji State's women's program. Yeah, yeah, he came in. So after my sophomore year of high school, he was, at the time, he was coaching assistant for uh, at UND with Dean Blaze. He came over and took the head job at East Grand Forks from my junior, senior year. Wow. And he really turned our program around and put us. In the, and then so my senior year, we, we made it to the state tournament for the first time since 1982. And I truly believe Jim Scanlon like was the the the, the largest reason we made it down there, um, just for what he brought to the program. So then I leave the East Side um, after playing for Scanning, who was unbelievable, and I go down to Sioux City, Iowa, right? And uh, 18 years old, and I got this 30 year old coach that I I don't think I saw his teeth till he was till maybe March that year because I swear <laughs> to God he never smiled. Dave Haxtell. No played way. For <laughs> played for Hack for two years down in Sioux City and just think the world of Coach Haxtell. Um, and then came to UD and played for Blaze. At the same time, Coach Haxtell took the assistant job at UD. So I actually was around Hack for, for six years. Wow. Mm-hmm. So that had to so be. Like, a, go ahead. I, it had to be a great feeling for his run last year, with with, with yeah. Seattle. For you, yeah, just knowing know how that. much that, and he's just a great guy. I mean, he's one of those guys that <laughs> he remembers everybody's name. He's got a really yeah. good personality. Yeah, like 
Hack was one that I, you know, maybe because I spent six years with him, but like unbelievably intense. And yep. all three of those guys, like unbelievably intense in completely different ways. Um, like Blaze could look right through you. Like, like he could scare you, he'd smile at you with that gold tooth and like just scare <laughs> the living crap out of you, like just with a look. Um, and, and Hack had that, like he was intense Monday morning at 9 a.m. or Friday night at 6.30. Like it was just, um, and Scanny had a little different intensity, but just, just in the same way, like every bit as intense. So, um, you know, I take bits and pieces of all three of those guys. Um, and I've always felt like I got to be myself. Um, you got to be yourself as a coach and you got to bring your, you know, take what you believe, but also it's got to fit into who you are and your own personality and, um, and be yourself too. I heard those guys used to get after each other. Is that true? Uh, at UND? Yeah, at UND. I've heard stories where they would just yeah. get after each other. They were so intense that yeah. sometimes they would be getting after yeah. each other a little bit. Oh, uh, I never like saw it quite probably, but I've heard the same stories as you, and I can see it with their personalities for sure. Like, yep. um, you know, and that like that's kind of what they are. Like, you know, everybody's so, you know, at North Dakota, like you're – you bleed green and like they're all trying to do the same thing win and sometimes shit happens i the, guess the stories that i heard they weren't like it was never negative it was like it was almost like alpha versus alpha versus alpha sure. all the time it was just it got to be so yeah. so intense like you said they, they bled yeah. green and they wanted to win you know yeah no doubt no doubt so how did you get into i know you were an assistant coach prior to becoming yeah. the head coach how did that all transpire to getting into back into coaching after you played pro. Yeah. So I went, so after North Dakota, I went over to Europe for three years and had a great experience. My wife and I lived what, over there for a few countries. Years what and, countries did you play in again? Yeah. Two years in Holland. Um, okay. And then my last year went back to the native land over in Italy and, and had a great year over there. Love it. And, uh, um, and then, so at the same time I was, obviously I wasn't making, I was making money, but not enough to, to retire on ever so uh my i'd, I'd kind of in the back of my mind had that the idea that i'd finish finish and go to work with my dad here in in east side and so i made that transition and started coaching in east side as an assistant coach but just because i love the game i wanted to continue to be part of it and eventually became the head coach and yeah wait so was your wife in europe with you at the time she was, yeah. So we, I got married. Uh, I was an older college student. <laughs> I was twenty-one. Um, back when the USHL was a little older, and so we got married after my senior year of high school, and we spent three years. We were married all three years over there. Wait, what? after your senior year of high school, high school or, or college? college? Or, sorry, college. Sorry. I was like, wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay so did she did she want you to quit hockey because i can imagine my fiance being like no no you still got it in you this is fun i like this you know we loved it over there we had a great time you know living in europe and um yeah i mean i she never really pushed anything on me from that standpoint like uh she enjoyed the lifestyle over there no doubt um but at the same time because I graduated college so late, I was sure. already 27, 28. Like it was time to 
for me to get on with my life a little bit. Yeah, that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, and it's so, like you wanted to have a career too, right? What in whatever it is, and it's like this is just slowing my actual life down, right? Yeah, yeah it's coming. At some point, I got to get on with it. So right, right. Okay. I, I respect fair, that. Fair. I respect that. So uh, you had a break in the action. We'll call it. Uh, you were coach yeah. until was fifteen your last year before you came back in nineteen. Yes. When were yes. when did was it eighteen or nineteen? I came back. I thought it was nineteen twenty. Uh, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah that right. sounds right. 19, well, eighteen, nineteen. I think was the first year back. Okay. All right. So then, yeah. how long did you coach before you? Uh, what was the first stint? It was like uh, eleven to fifteen. So I, I started as an assistant in two thousand seven. Yeah. Okay. Or eight. And then uh, 2012-13 was my first year as a head coach. That was the year that we are previously discussed where St. Thomas put us in running time in the state, sem- state semis. <laughs> we can talk about that later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, and so then three years we were there in, in 13, um, one in 14, 15. And so at, at that time, so I, I'd been working with my dad here, for about six, seven years. Um, and so we own our own business financial advisors and like it wasn't going the best for me personally. And, and I'd also had, had a newborn child at home or two year old at home. And it, like, it was time for me to like make a decision on, on what I was going to do. And, um, business was struggling a little bit. So I felt like I needed to step away just because I was never going to make a career out of coaching, right? Um, you know, from a financial standpoint and with a kid at home. And so I, I took, I, re- I resigned my position and, um, with the intent to probably be done forever. And so, you know, three years later, business was going extremely better, um, because I had more time on my hands and, um, Colbert took my spot, our athletic director, and he approached me about coming back and, I felt like the rest of my life was in a much better spot. And, um, you know, my kids were at an age, I think at the time they were four and one. Um, and I liked the idea of having my four year old around the rink a little bit and, and I missed it. And so when he approached me, I decided, yeah, like I would, would take it on again and see where it took me and with no commitment long-term. And, you know, I think we're what, five, six years later here. So here we are. So, I was asked the youth hockey kind of angle question. We were talking about the uh, 11-12 team that uh, did went to the state final in Bandame, and obviously those are the that's the you know heart of soul of the teams that won in fourteen and fifteen. Um, what is your role in, involved in the uh, East Side program as from the youth perspective? Are you a figurehead? Are you down on, on the in the ice working with the kids, or what was your role as the head coach of the high school team? Yeah, you know, so like every, every, I think every association head coach, high school head coach has a little different involvement. Um, like from an involvement standpoint, I'm fairly involved, but like have no real title or say, like right. I try mm-hmm. to stay up, up and up on everything that's going on. We have really good people involved in our youth program. Um, like we're from a standpoint of making sure that, our kids are focusing on skill development and, and that sort of stuff. Um, 
so I don't put it from a time standpoint. Um, during the winter, it's not very time consuming by any standpoint. Um, but I'm in constant communication with our youth coaches. Yeah. Well, you have a really, I mean, the, the, uh, cupboard is full and I'm sure you're well aware of that. The squirts and PBs yeah. and the Bantams. I mean, they've, you've had a lot of success. It, it seems to be kind of an in place to move your kid in Northwest Minnesota because, because of that success, uh, there's yeah. been a few and you're making funny faces, but it's <laughs> true. There's people moving to East side to, to play hockey and yeah. it's a great, it's a great youth program. And they've, I think you talked about some of the some of the long-standing PB and Bantam coaches, you're really lucky, unlike a lot of different parts of the state. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, you know, I look at a guy like Jason Herner, Wee coach, um, Wee double-A coach, and I think he's been doing it 35 years, and he's never had a kid involved. He's um, unbelievable. Absolutely yeah, unbelievable. Like, so, you know, when you when you look at it from that standpoint, Nick Bone is back coaching our Bantam double-A's, and he never never had a kid involved in the program either, and so not very many youth programs can say they've had a non-parent coach for that extended period of time at the Wee and Batam level, and like that's pretty impressive. And now the uh, youth squirts are do kind of an in-house thing until January, where they don't play traveling. That's a unique thing, yeah. and, and I think that's paying off in spades for the rest of the youth program too. Hundred percent, and uh, like the should do Friday night ice one night at the uh, our squirt in house games. <laughs> like you want to see intensity, come over there and watch uh, the Friday night ice at the in house on half ice hockey in the Blue Line Club. Oh, I bet it's intense. <laughs> I bet it's intense. Shout out to Judd Stouse, who's done a good job with those kids. No doubt, no doubt. All right, Danny, you got some more questions here for the coach? Um, let me. Th- We're going to get into Friday Night Ice in a minute here. Well, uh, let's uh, let's talk about um, uh, you've had a little bit of a transition. We talked about this pre-show. You've had a little bit of a transition with your assistant coaching staff in the last couple of years, too. Um, mm-hmm. So Carter Career is now in Fargo, and Scotty Oliver has retired. Too. So talk about, you know, what you lost and what you have gained there on the bench. Yeah. So, so in uh, 12, 13, that year, I I became a head coach. Same time, Scott Oliver was at the time our head football coach in East Grand Forks. He had come the year prior and from Roseau. He was a couple years removed from Roseau, head high school coach. And I had known him going back a ways just because he was in Crooks and Prior and our family had known him a little bit. And, and so when I got the head job, like he was the first guy I went after, um, to be my assistant. And, uh, you know, since then he and I become unbelievable friends. And, uh, like you talk about a guy that just, I, I don't even know how to describe it. Like he just wins, like everything he's been around has success, whether it's, you know, uh, most people don't know this, but his coaching career started coaching football in Glendon, Felton, Minnesota in 1982 <laughs> or whatever year it was. His first year as a head coach, he wins a state title. Uh, <laughs> really? Yeah. See, like, you don't even know that. Like, he's one year out of college, um, played college football at Moorhead State, and he wins a state title and coach in Glendon, Felton, high school football. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Eventually gets to UMC, and I think they won a couple national titles at UMC in hockey. Um, the last good football teams they had at UMC, he was coaching those. Then he goes to Roseau, and they win. 
Um, his elite league teams, like he's been coaching in the, in the elite league for a while. And, you know, he's won a couple of those titles and he, you know, he jumped on board with us and there's no coincidence that we went two state titles in three years with him on staff. I, I don't know why Rosso let him walk away to be honest, because like what he did at Rosso was just incredible in, in the late two thousand uh, like. Um, 2007, 2006, 2008, the undefeated year. I mean, it was so crazy. Yeah. Yeah, and I don't know if, if you know, I think it was just like he was ready to move yeah, on. And yeah. It was personal. And um, and so, but, yeah, we were so fortunate to have him on our staff those years, especially myself as a first-time head coach and to have a, a 55-year-old guy who'd been a head coach forever knows what it knows what a good assistant coach does and and knows how to argue at the right time um but also knows how to leave an argument and agree with your head coach if that makes sense like um and so we we had so much fun together um we argued we you know we, but at the end of the day we were all pulling the rope in the same direction and like he was unbelievable to work with you talked so, about, you know, he, he just won everywhere. What was the, what's the one characteristic you pull out of Scott Oliver that was so oh, stick out to you? Scariness? Of- Besides being scary. <laughs> I would not want to ref yeah. a Scott Oliver game. You know, he wasn't that hard on referees ever. Um, but um, he had a good way of like, of getting the most out of kids. Like, of like pulling a kid aside in a one-on-one whether it's before a game or before a practice or, or, or in school and playing, they're playing dodgeball and he would pull a kid, you know, like, and just finding a way to push the right button at the right time on a kid to get them going when you needed them. And, uh, he comes across as this gruff, mean, tough individual. And he's really a extremely caring person. He truly is. And I think people and kids see that too. But the uh, longer they're around him, so is it any wonder his son is doing so well at the uh, co- coaching gig no, too, no. right? No, he's how about like another person that's just on a track, right? Yeah, like, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. So no doubt, no doubt. So mm-hmm. Nick will be able to pick but, his yeah. job here in a few years. Yeah, yeah. Um, we'll talk about your staff now, then, Palma. Yeah. So. Uh, so what was it, you know, a year and a half ago, both Carter Creer, who's now at the Fargo Force, and, you know, Carter joined us when he was 20. Oh, he might have been 21. I don't yeah. even think he could have a beer at the time. Um, <laughs> he might have been 20. And uh, and talk about needing to get carded. He looks like he's still looking 17 years yeah, old. Yeah, I saw him in that picture of that World Junior Challenge. I couldn't tell if he was playing goalie or, <laughs> or staff like, um yeah, so he joined us that year, and and then, you know, a year and a half ago, both him and he decided he would he just time for him to go full time, which it was like he's he's going to be a coach. Like the the elements that he brings and and his level of learning, and I mean, he's a goalie guy that can do video, and um, just he's taking this game on, and I have a feeling he's going to be coaching college in the near future. So it was time to hit for him to move on, and and Coach O decided it was time for him to spend some more time with his family and his Nick's Nick's grandson and or Nick's kid, his grandson, and so 
Colton Sanderson joined us a year, a year and a half ago. And Colton, uh, so I got rid of a lost a Canadian and Coach Oliver, and I picked up a guy from Moose Jaw, Saskatchewan. Nice. Uh, <laughs> Colton Sanderson. Colton was a part of the 2016 national title team at UND um, and works for the UND Alumni Foundation currently. So oh. he's been awesome, too. All right, that's good. Let's talk about the big game on Friday. Yeah. Um, this is uh, the first of two games you'll have with these guys. Uh, they have uh, found ways to win games, um, and it, it, they're going to, like you said, they might play only nine guys against you on, on Friday night, but uh, what do you expect to see out of those guys for more own? You know, um, yeah, I mean, you're going to have the heavy dose of Pilgrim Marvin James and um, – you know, if you can manage to shut them down, you probably got the most dangerous guy on their team in Ryan Lund. Um, I, I truly think he is the, the key cog to that group. And, yep. um, and so see, it's, it's since 12, 13 there, it's kind of been the same thing for us where, you know, they got one, one line and, you know, I do think this year their depth is a little better than it's been. Um, and we will going to throw 15 guys out there and try to try to play our game too. So what I saw you guys play in the, in the cathedral game, uh, in St. Cloud a couple weeks ago. Um, what is your game? I, I see you guys as three deep. I liked your, I love your depth, uh, up front. Yeah. yeah I mean, I, that's, you know, since I've been here and, as part of having coach Oliver around, like his big thing was you need three lines to win a state title. Um, sure. And, and so we've managed to win a couple with that recipe. And um, I believe that in order to do that, like you got to show tons of faith in all your players early in the year um, in order for them to, to get some confidence. And, you know, I look at last night, um, we go into Eagles arena, which you guys may be not familiar with. It's not an easy place to win against Grand Forks, Red River, um it's probably your best home. win right what it's probably your best win of the year oh without a doubt like um uh, that team and i don't know if they uh, in the last eight years i don't know if they've been beating that rank more than two or three times um and we go in there and win and you know jace forey's line is technically our third line and they score three goals and brock schultz gets a penalty shot goal who's our top player and that's it so like um we we truly going to come at you with th three groups over and over again and that's our recipe i uh there, there are a couple defensemen on your team obviously cole bees is is one of them but there's i thought your your blue line in in that cathedral game played outstanding hockey they seem to have a good head on their shoulders you got some size back there as well uh talk a little bit yeah. about your your decor yeah i mean um so we got some experienced defensemen. Grady Magner, um, who started his high school career as a forward, as a freshman, and played a year and a half at forward, and now is a year and a half or two years into playing defense, is becoming a really good defenseman. Like I, he's going to play hockey, junior hockey, as a defenseman. I don't think there's any doubt in that. And um, you know, Cole Beast, like you said, like defends as good as just about anybody I think up in this area. Um, and all in all, like average size is probably a little slightly under six foot or six foot. And um, I like the way they're coming along. And and so I, I do think that's going to be a key for us going forward. 
as of the the Cathedral game, Magner was your leading scorer. Is that a good thing for your your team or a bad thing <laughs> that your D man is your leading yeah. scorer? You know, I, that's that's fine. I mean, I'm not overly concerned. You know, it's funny you say that because I go back to that uh, 14 state title team. Was it the 14? Yeah, the 14 state title team. The end of the regular season, 25 games. Our leading scorer had 29 points. And it was Tanner, wasn't it? Tanner Tween? No. Uh, no, Reed Corbin. Oh, uh, it was. Yes. Yeah. I think it was 29 points in 25 games, our leading scorer at the end of the regular season. Now, Dixon Bone missed 10, 12 games that year with yeah. the high ankle sprain, whatever. But, like, I don't – like, we're not going to be a group that puts up – 68 points or 87 points like that's just not who we are um and i'm fine with that i think our players understand it um i think their games translate to the next level really good um two-way hockey and 200 feet foot hockey so but that i mean we're never going to be a group that has those crazy numbers but that's an anomaly in both uh, Section 8A and AA because both, uh, like all Section 8, powers a top line yeah, and really rides that heavy. And Eastside has never done that under your leadership, I would say. And Dixon might be an exception his senior year when I think he had like 60 points, but that's an exception to the rule there. Correct, yeah. When we had you at the Cathedral game, you had not made really a big uh, nod to a goaltender. Have you, have, you, have you locked it in on a goalie yet, or are you still rotating all three kids? Uh, yeah. We're, I think all, I think everyone's, we're, we're we, having three, eight. yeah, they've all played at least two. Uh, we got three three guys that are competing hard for the spot. Um, obviously losing our starting goalie that was supposed to come back. Uh, threw us for a little bit of a loop, but we got three guys competing and they all play two, a couple of played three. And, you know, we're going to try to narrow that down here come Christmas time. And as we end up toward, you know, going into February, we'll try to narrow it down. So when you guys uh, take the ice on Friday night, um, what, when you guys are playing well, what's, what's your teams look like when you're playing well? Yeah. You know, fast and hard. I think that's simple, fast, hard, like, we want to get to pucks first. Um, and like, I, I do think if, if depth is truly a key for us, then we, we got to plan to that. We got to, we got to push pace and, and try to gain zones and finish checks and wear other teams down. And you don't, you don't do it in half a period. You don't do it in one period. You do it consistently over 51 minutes. And um, we're slowly kind of like understanding that's our identity as a group right now. And I thought last night on the road at Red River, we did a pretty good job um, over the better part of 51 minutes. When you play in North Dakota, do they have different rules? Yeah. Do you play 50, do you play 17 minutes when you're in North Dakota? What do they play? Sometimes their refs do. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, for the most part, they're all the same. Uh, The only difference is you can play five periods a night over there rather than four in Minnesota. Oh, like, okay. Which honestly it should be the rule in Minnesota, but we just can't seem to give that pass. So there's yeah. a couple of things that are, you know, first on the list that we need pass. Yeah, we got a lot of stuff I'd like pass. <laughs> um, all right. Yeah. Uh, playing at Thief River, you guys played them last, last time you played them. They, 
it was at yeah. Thief River. What are your memories of that game, and does that even play into this game coming up? Yeah, I mean, memories of that game, they were good. Like, that's, that's one thing I remember. Like, Shugby and Pilgrim were unbelievable that night. Um, we know we had played them two other times, that actually back-to-back nights. I don't yep. know if you remember yes. that. Yes. Because we had a cancellation. It was yeah. unbelievable. Like, I love the idea. I'd love to do it going forward. We're I'd love to play them four times a year at this point. Sure. We travel so much, like, um, kind of like a college series back-to-back, but – and we played them really tough um, on a Monday, Tuesday in January, February, whatever. And um, we went into that game thinking, you know, more of the same. And Matt Chugaby and Pilgrim just hit a different gear that night. And we had no answer to them. Well, um, the other thing is they scored like in the first couple shifts too, which is, yeah, you guys needed yeah. to score first in that game. Somebody, you don't want, you can't chase a game. Um, especially, especially when you got hammer back there, like, um, you know, and, and he, like I've never seen a high school goalie like like Hammer was, yeah. um, and hopefully I don't ever again unless he's on our team. <laughs> <laughs> uh, last question I have is go back to the youth thing here. Uh, no secret that the, your groups here, the juniors and seniors, have had great success at the youth level, and they. And, this time is coming, right? This is the time that you were to be the number one team in state. Is that? Weighing on anybody's head, or is that just lobby talk? Yeah, I mean, it's, that doesn't weigh on my head. Like, um, you know, it's they're they're good batters. Like, that's awesome. Like, you know, we I, you and I talked about it a little bit of, before the show. Like, a lot of teams throughout the state have good, really good batter careers or really good batter seasons. But like, it's the groups that continue to get better and continue continue to improve on and off the ice that they're the ones that take that to the state tournament and do something. Here's so a, that's a challenge for you guys. Right. Here's a random question. The two state titles that you have, does that help yeah. you coach more relaxed? Does that make sense? Where you're not worried. You want to win state. We all, that mm-hmm. being said, mm-hmm. but you've won state too. And so mm-hmm. you're not chasing per se uh, something. With that. Personally, yeah. personally, I'm not changing. Um, you know, that's an interesting question. Um, may, you know, the other side of it too is like, what, like I found that out in 14, like you win once. Um, first of all, in section eight, like it's goddamn hard to get down there. Yes. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, like I'm not one bit worried about winning. The, like our group is not one bit thinking about winning a state tournament right now. Sure. Like we've got to get to a section final. And then, you know, if, if we do that, we got to go into world this year and try to beat probably world to win a section final. So like, that's all we think about. Um, and saying that once you win one, like for me, I want to win another one. And I want to <laughs> like, and then you win two, like, like you want to like, um, so like, I won't really worry about that till, we get back to St. Paul. Yeah. Um, but I think it's contagious. Like, I think you win, you win one and like that, that feeling, that satisfaction that like, you just want more. Um, and so I don't know if it's easier um, or more relaxed to your question, but it's definitely different. Um, sure. But it, I lo- trust me, there's nothing I want more than another. Yeah. <laughs> Well, we should just end it on that one there. It was uh, a good answer. I look forward to seeing you up in Thief River. Uh, good luck in that yeah. game, and good luck the rest of the year. 
I appreciate it, guys, and I appreciate you guys coming up on Friday night. Uh, hey, the weather's going to be good for you. Like, no blizzard. It's gonna fingers, be crossed. fingers crossed. Fingers yeah. crossed. Fingers yeah. crossed. Fingers crossed. Yes. Yeah. It does look like it's going to be great. It's going to be our uh, Christmas party on wheels. We're taking a coach bus up there, so it's going to be a blast for, for us, guys. and I'm really excited yeah. to see this game uh, come on come on big stage for you guys. Yeah, thanks again. Coach Tyler Palmasino from East Grand Forks. Well, thanks, Coach Palmasino, for jumping on this week. That was a fun interview. Looking a forward, blast. Looking forward to seeing him on Friday. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's not every time we get to say that for yeah, somebody up north. rarely get to say that. Yeah. This will be our second time we've seen him. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's kind of funny yeah. for East Side. Yeah. And, and second time we'll see Hardo this year, too. Correct. Um, well, speaking of what's coming up next, Games of the Past is coming up next, but do you want to give a sponsor read to the Red Black? It would. Uh, we've had a lot of, speaking of getting a lot of chances to see Brian Hansen, the, one of the co-founders of the Red Black League. Red Black League is a great opportunity for kids to play like competition. They get to play without checking, so there's no head hunting, there's no slashing. It's, it's, it's a free, freestyle hockey. Uh, you can play with one of your teammates. You can play with an entire team. You mm. can play in the spring. You can play, play in the fall. Uh, it's mostly games. It's 20 games of hockey, uh, stats tracked. Uh, they do a wonderful job with the league. Uh, kids that play in the league return to the league. They have now leagues in the North Metro, South Metro, and and some kids from outstate play in the league as well. So check out redblackleagues.com and thank for their, thanks for their long-term support of our podcast. Yeah. Thank you, Red Black. Some games of the past this week. Uh, I would say the theme of games of the past is bruises. A lot of bruises. <laughs> yeah. Not a lot of broken bones, but... I'm some... not sure this games will make it to uh, our games of the past, but uh, one a, a, a fan of ours sent us these five scores. Are you ready for these? We're taking fan submissions now. Do we have a, do we have a text line? Yeah, yeah, we do have a text line. Stillwater 5, Roseville 4. Yeah. Hopkins 5, Roseville 2, Highland Park 5, Hopkins 2, Rochester Lourdes 5, Highland 1, Laverne 9, Lourdes 0. Put together that freaking Lourdes is better than Stillwater. According to this transitive rat race. My head hurts. Yes. Want me to do that one more time for you? No, no. All right. But that's to give. That's what you're going to see today. That's a preview of what you're going to see today yeah. on. There's some gross scores. I'm going to start some, with yeah. some. Just be better, top teams. I have one question before you start. Yeah. Will you or won't you bring up Owatonna today? I'll, um, Is there I'll an Owatonna score? I don't think I have an Owatonna score. You better go find yourself an Owatonna score. I have an Owatonna score. It was the only game of the day on the first. Monday. Day of the week, Monday, they beat Dodge County 3-2. to two. Okay. Can I make my Yeah, no, no. This is your right segue now. on I'm Owatonna. making a run that you asked right now. for. Are you ready for this, Will? Let's pull up it. Owatonna. Just pull up pull Owatonna. It'll, it'll, be, it'll be good, okay? <sighs> oh, hello. Yeah. They are 7-0-0. 7-0. Scoring 7-plus goals a game. Okay. Go to their- Owatonna uh, was at the State Bantam Tournament. Three years ago, Bantam A, not Double A. They are playing a Double A schedule. However, they do not play Lakeville North or Lakeville South in one Double A. Are you paying attention over there, Kayla? 
your Oatana Huskies, formerly Indians, uh, will go 25 and 0 this year and be the number one seed in one double. Whoa. Read the look at it. Look at it. Okay, or, I'm seeing who, who are they going to lose to. You I'm, seeing, I'm seeing enough Grove? games here. Okay, even if you give them an 85 percent chance of winning 25 every 25 and 0. Tony, it's basic math. That can't happen. <laughs> Why? They have 25 <laughs> games. Yeah. They have 25 games. Yeah. I will bet a considerable sum of money that they do not go 25 and 0. I'm okay. going right now. Oatana Huskies 25 and 0. Okay. It's not happening. It's happening. Northfield, February 8th, gone. One of the Mankato's gone. No. Northfield, no, Northfield, no. Northfield again, gone. Cottage Grove is the one that scares yeah, me. Yeah, Cottage Grove. Yeah. That's the one that scares me. maybe. No. No. They're going 25-0. and 0. Coach Fromm is looking down and going, we're going 25-0. and 0. All right. It's, I, 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 Century's pretty good. I'm sure they play that. Yep. They Twice. That, that's a pretty good team. So... There you go, 25-0. and 0. Well, that was the score on Monday. Let's go to Tuesday <laughs> now. <laughs> Tuesday, Sartell 3, Moorhead 3 overtime. Yuck. Ugh. What is Section 8? Moorhead? What's worse, 8 or 7? So, Moorhead left the same amount of goals in against Sartell as Minnetonka. What does that tell you? Sartell is equally as offensive talented as Minnetonka. <laughs> yeah. But what it what it truly tells me is that Moorhead is just such Tonka a... Tonka only got three in that game? Only three. three on zero 52 final. shots. Yeah, I, I knew that they won. I, it was at three the last I saw. I figured they were going to pump in a few more. No. Oh. no. All right. But it, it Moorhead's got... It just cannot be all Kai. Kai cannot yeah. be the difference maker in the games. No. That's the problem. Kai all Weigel... Right. Great, but he can't be the difference banker. Who wants to bet they go three and zero again in our event in Prayer Lake? No, the Spuds. No, I would take they that. Always do well. I don't see it. Okay, all right. Shakopee five, Apple Valley, Burnsville four, overtime. Had a scramble <laughs> to get this back for a win. Top ten team there. That's, that's, Top ten oh. team beating a co-op. <laughs> Carl, team. Carl, Carl, that's your number 10 team in the state, man. <laughs> the Baron Lee. Oh, that's and what makes what it embarrassing. The score, what was the score of this game after two? Let me get my glasses. It was like 4 1. It was bad. I was getting tested. 4 to 1 after two. It doesn't matter. Shots don't matter. The goals came 4 to 1 with uh, announcer math 5 14 to go in the third. Shots really? were one. It was. 18 to 17 going into the third period. Shockby had a um, good motivational speech in the second intermission. Coach Simon just brought the and house. 22 th- shots in the third. So wow! But either way, you can't do this to Apple Valley Burnsville. This is one of Wait, the most. Hang on, you can't do this to Apple, Apple Valley Burnsville and be ranked in the top ten. No way. Right. No. But are they still a? a a factor in, in two double yes, sure. and could they still win the South Suburban Conference? Sure. Yes. yes, absolutely. But they are not a top ten team. No, no. Just saying. Um, did you have something, Will? No, nope, you were moving. You. Just, uh, just Cloquet four, Proctor three. Uh, that is, I'm gonna call that. It's it's more of a good result for Proctor than it is a bad result for Cloquet. 
Correct. It was, it was our first game back with Ryalts and Goal, yep. who we missed in the notes segment. Well, it's here. We told yeah, you he's now. back. <laughs> and he's he got back. a pizza. Yeah, got some pizza. I tweeted game. that one out. He got he's a got pizza, some, player of the game pizza. Yeah. I, I tweeted out because it was to show that he was back. Yeah. But still, like, this is a, for me, it's like, eh, I'm not, I'm not sold on Cloquet. Let's I'm put not it that either. way. I think I had to beat Hermantown. Too, to get to state, yes. yeah, I don't see that. Hey, good, good for Proctor though. I mean, they've had they've had for the first time in a long time they've had competitive youth programs, and they're yep. starting to reap some of the rewards at the high school level. And at least and the new at rank. least and the new rank, and yep. at least be a competitive team. Happy to see the rails absolutely field a solid salt squad. Hill Murray three, Montmini one. Just very structured. Did you go to that game? I did go to that game. Almost saw Michigan too. Really, Which by one? a defenseman from who? <laughs> Hill Murray. Oh, really? Uh, uh, Cottingham. Yeah, just <laughs> or Greeter. Cottingham. I don't know why he tried. <laughs> it was he one down for, and it was a whiff, right? Oh, <laughs> it was like oh. And you didn't almost see a mission. You saw someone attempt. <laughs> I an saw attempt somebody go like this, yeah. you know, and then it was just like that wasn't close, man. <laughs> like get like back to the blue. Like saw his life flash. Why is a defenseman behind the opposing team's net anyway? You know, one thing that on, I think Lana, is better than that. Worth noting for Hill this year. Is Schaff isn't on the bench anymore. It is worth yeah. note, yeah. And, and it, I think that's a difference. You know, it's a yeah. difference for the staff and everything. Yeah, I agree. Um, I, I liked this Hill team. I don't like them at six, but I like them. I think they're structured. You're higher on them than I was, but I saw them play YZ. And too. I saw them play a Class A opponent. Right. So, uh, right. That's, I would say, the flip side with that. So I, I like how they played against a Class A team, but – I think this game for me was like putting the cruise control on and missing most of Nebraska. Interesting <laughs> game about that mod- the fact that there's a lot of kids in the junior varsity and varsity team that are Montemita kids playing for Hill right now. Correct. Yep. Um, Lakeville South four, Lakeville North one. Tony. I was at this game. Yeah, you were. And it was not as close as the score would indicate. I thought Lakeville South was the superior team. They will be the sixth time or whatever, 46th time, whatever Doesn't matter. Mr. Carlson says it is. Hang that I think banner. They're going, I think they're going to state. I really do. They're going to beat an undefeated Watana team on in in route to the state tournament, but they're going, they're going to, state. to state. Yeah. I, they're on a nice little stretch right now, too. It's a good team. It's like they got young. They, got a, they, they replaced. I can't remember what Coach Storm told me. They replaced a Everything. ton yeah. of forwards so up many. front. Uh, but they play great. They they've getting they're getting second and third line scoring. Um, that's a good hockey team. Uh, be careful of this hockey team come Christmas. They're gonna have a good Christmas schedule. Their, their Christmas tournament. Don't overlook them. They could end up being ten and zero. They could. They you could. Know? They're gonna make some noise. Man, yeah, we but have, their schedule's too tough. The South Spur would be too tough for them to go undefeated. We have done a complete 180 on Lakeville South in like one week. Okay. Yeah, so, like literally complete and now, and now and total hate. To and now you're just like, oh, they're good. Where'd this come I, from? Well, I think Carl probably has them at 25, <laughs> so don't worry. Oh, wait. If, was if, it me saying, oh, you should probably go to a game? Was it that? Whose huh? show is this? You're the producer. <laughs> you go back to mute, please. It's definitely Kayla's. <laughs> Someone's been to too many Christmas parties. Yeah, <laughs> high pitched <laughs> laughing going oh, on. Man. Okay, 
right. Um, okay, and now a slew of um, 2A scores are going to be coming. Um, Minneapolis 5, Providence 1. Minneapolis had a weird week. I know. There's some weird, weird scores coming out week. of this. So they beat Providence, but then yeah. they lost two. Yeah. I think. The, yes, I'll come back. Um, Chanhassen 4, St. Thomas 0. And what we have learned is a good score against Chanhassen. Yes. Dude. Yeah. Seriously. I know. Dang. They're good, right? Yeah. And I, I even thought that Ty Smith got a little bit banged up, but he kept playing in the game that... Oh, he, um, he got banged up in the game? I thought I heard that. That's not good. Yeah, he... He sat out a week or so because of football they got, injuries. There was a kind of a goofy play. The game was already well out of reach at this point. I think it was five rip. And there was... I think it was like the helmet cages got stuck together, but one <laughs> one of them didn't realize it. Don't forget which side, and so it was kind of like a you know a little, little melee, but no sure. one was worse for the wear. Okay, okay, noted. Um, Saint Cloud Cathedral two, Alexandria zero. I would expect it a bigger score. Yeah, I, same from the same. number one team in the state. Same, especially with the offensive output that they have on that team, and that everybody tells me was Alex is better better but they don't have a lot of great scores either no is compliment still there mm-hmm. yeah hey, he's decent yeah um delano four southwest christian richfield three overtime maybe southwest's better than we th- give him credit i think they are i think they are okay um northfield six monticello three in their good showing this week Yep. Yeah, kind of goofy. Yeah, it went downhill for them afterwards. Okay, let's move to Thursday. Not a lot of good games on Thursday. Delano. I saw a good game on I Thursday. I know, that's Oof. noted. Okay. Um, right. Delano. So you're saying I didn't miss much. You didn't miss much. You didn't miss much at any diner, I can no. tell you that. Um, Delano 4, um, Minneapolis, or Delano 5, Minneapolis 4 overtime. Minneapolis led the whole game. And then just let it slip away. Yeah. And nail-biting week for Delano, two overtime wins. Yes, I know. Um, Hibbing, four, Proctor, one. Yeah. That's about right. right. And this is, uh, go back to Cloquet. You go back to Cloquet, scores four, three, right? Yes. And I know Hibbing and Cloquet have played in Cloquet, one. Yes. Okay, I know that, but it's just painting a picture. Yeah. Northern Lakes five, Southwest Christian Richfield three. Speaking of comebacks, this three, was a three zero. Yep. Yeah. And so bad slip away by Southwest Christian, and this was at Richfield too. Yep. So Long trip. Kind of regret. Was that on Thursday? It was. Ah, I'm not missing Benilde Bazetta, but that would have been a game I would have normally liked seen. Like like you were talking yeah. earlier, you see or actually once, next future in the future, you're going to yes. talk about that with the Pickums. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um and then Wyzetta six Benilde three you both were at that. Go ahead, Will. Lots to talk about. <laughs> I pretty much was just stream of consciousness texting to you. Um, the first shift of the game, you knew it was going to be a good oh, game. Oh God! Just absolute. I don't even have the words to describe this hit. It but, was a impaling. Yeah. I mean, by who? So uh, Caleb Koski, by the way, is a Division One left-handed Baseball. pitch. Pitching baseball commit Indiana. to Indiana. He decletes Jack Hartle. Jack Hartle, I, I've heard it's a broken bone in the upper body, so he could be out to at least two Man, months. That's tough. Okay, Ooh. so Jack Hartle, gone. And I don't know if Caleb had shoulder problems going yeah. in. He did or did he did or not? Um, I 
I think the play in the first was the first instance of okay, and then so he was definitely later. he was definitely shaken up, and then he left the ice and went to the locker room, met with the trainer, the trainer's name Chris. And in the first period, the trainer because I just said one athletic trainer, there's not a lot of yep. them in this world. Yep. I almost took a picture of him and said, "This is the busiest man." Because oh the goodness, hits in yeah. the first period, there were. Just keep coming in the like coming. It was literally like a football game out yeah. there, right? Hit after hit after hit. Just that first hit, but there were several more big hits the entire game, especially the first two periods. Uh, I think the kids just got tired of hitting in the third, yeah. right? And that's where Wyzetta kind of shone through because when Benilde was playing that physical game in the first two, they could skate with them. Correct. I mean, they were right there, but then... I think they just run out of gas yeah. throwing all those hits. So Koski comes back, and I think it was the second period. Yeah, it was the second because I watched from the yep. bleachers in the third. In the second period, puck went up in the air, and he reached up to catch it. And he was like, "Oh!" And he like grabbed his shoulder. Gone the rest of the game. Ooh, worth noting though. Like shortly after he came back in the second, he scored to tie did the he? game to, to to tie the game at three. And then I think it was the shift after he scored where was he did where, the reach up. Yep. Something reached in the air, and he was like. Uh, you could Pop just see something. the look on his face, like that. No, that I'm was out. a bad milk I'm was a bad choice. Yes, I'm <laughs> out. Yeah, a um, couple notes I had, but um, it was his right arm for those baseball fans yeah, out there. Was, so okay, be, he'll be all right. <laughs> He's good. He'll be um, good. Reese Wallen jumped off the page to me. Really? I, at, yeah, yeah. Well, the first shift of the game, especially, just because you could tell his speed is a difference maker. I'm I'm counting down the days to a commitment on him. I mean, some some school is going to get very lucky. So this Going is my second time in like Wallen. ten days seeing them, and there are Division One coaches crawling all over Wyzetta yeah. right now. Yeah, I mean, there are just too many good players for one of them not to commit soon. They don't have any D one commits, do they? Benild, uh, no, Podian. no, Wyzetta, no. Wyzetta, no, they don't. Podine's committed. Podine's not Western good. Michigan. Yeah. Oh, I forgot about that. I would say there's a lot of great Division One players on that Wyzetta team. No doubt. Oh, yeah. We're going to look back in a few years and be like, oh, wow, they that had eight. Yeah. yeah. It's like, yeah. N- not right now. But. I tweeted it after the game. I said this is their best team since 2016. Speaking yeah. of Just junior. talent-wise, there's so much talent. Junior Podine also had a game. I mean, I was... I didn't know what to expect coming into this year because the last time I saw him, he was a five foot three little rink rat on the fourth line against Hermantown right. <laughs> last year. Yeah, man, isn't that crazy? I mean, he grew probably four inches, coming at in least at five, five seven, five eight. Yep, he's a difference maker, man. I mean, his puck sense is. I was, yeah. I was genuinely impressed. The first goal was Stanger, but Junior came in on a four check, forced a turnover, fed it right out front. He scored the second goal of the game. I mean, up and down the ice, impact player. Uh, he is. I've coached Junior. I've known Junior since his pre-squirt days. Uh, it's fun to watch a kid who's got unbelievable hands and great, great hockey sense finally have a body to compete yeah. at high school level. And he's going to be a fantastic college hockey player. Everybody knows that. It's just going to take some time to get bigger, yeah. get you know, he'll, he'll go put on some weight in juniors and he'll be a great hockey player. Just his, oh, yeah. his puck sense is fantastic. Um what else in that game? Anything else that stood out? I if you want to finish, so, I got somehow I got. some way Wyzetta, I would say won the goaltending battle, which I mean Matt McElroy by no means was bad, but I w- I would say he was at his sharpest. Yeah, but the the go ahead goal that Carson Clark had was a yep. tip. 
Sure. And then it was, was just it tipped? A, oh, yeah. I just, I just thought it was screened yeah, from where I was from where right I was there. It got tipped and gotcha. deflected. He didn't see that. There's no way he saw that. And they just start, they started getting – I thought this, this speaks to my, my thoughts on the game. They put them away. It was like yeah. big brother, little brother situation where they just out-muscled them. And it was almost like, like I said, almost like, hey, they came out, they punched big brother in the face for the first couple of periods, and they were like, yeah. We got no muscles. Third period. We got they no enough. And, they got yep. nothing left. They couldn't swing anymore. They just kind of ran out of gas. And that's because you go back to Reese Wallen. They have the size and the yeah. speed that can last 51 minutes. Mm-hmm. Luke I don't Miller. know. I don't know if Benilde can yeah, last that's 51 where it gets minutes with a big heavy team like that. And they're going to have to potentially play both Dinah, of them. Both of them. Yep. Play Dinah and Wyzetta. I don't think they can last a hundred and yeah, that's tough. Two minutes with those two heavyweights. I think if they were the number one seed, I think it's different. But uh, being a two or three, I don't think they. I mean, even being the one seed, obviously, way different than being in the two three. But that four seed, Holy Angels, that's going to be a tough game. That'll be tough. Just like last year's was tough. Yeah, Yeah. I I think they they would come through theoretically, but I I, it's the. Object of playing both of those is hard. My other note from that one: Benilde's net front was shoddy. I mean, they they got the goal off the tip. There was another goal off a screen. When they were when they were in space, like playing their structure, I felt like they were really solid team D. Anything net front was really tough for them. That's a good take. That's, that's normal. Well, that, that goes speaks to the Carson Clark goal. Yeah, yeah. I'm, that's expected uh, for me a little bit too. I'm not yeah. surprised. Um, okay, Friday, Andover three, Moorhead one. Ben Dahl was back. Yeah. And so, but KJ didn't record anything this week. So I, I don't know if he's, don't back, know if he's or back or not. I don't know. Um, but either way, you would expect KJ to be on the score sheet if he is back. So that's why I'm noting that. Um, Grand Rapids four, Eden Prairie three. A little surprising. Yeah. Based off of what I saw out of Grand Rapids on Thursday. And, you know, I'm a little surprised. Yeah, Halloween I'm not machine. surprised. I'm not that surprised. Casey was a net, I believe, this, yep. in this one. They just keep rotating. Yeah. Which is just interesting how deep they are, too. They are. Um, Breckenridge, Wampanoag, 10. Whoa, whoa. Worthington, Round Lake, Brewster, 5. And I think we're going to go with this was their first win in... Like, uh, since January of last year. Yes. They've had, yes. like, four wins in the past... Six years or something like that. That's a great take. And so, so they line up Worthington. Yeah. Like, let's <laughs> get Worthington on the schedule. <laughs> you know, like, here's the thing, Will. You were talking about 17-1 games. Yeah. I think you keep going when you're <laughs> Breckenridge. You know, you're at seven. Keep yeah. pumping. Let's go. <laughs> keep pumping. It's Confidence working. Booster, man. Yeah. So, anyways, good win for um, good score. I love the those. blades. Right. Yes. I uh, love when you get those those random ones that have a little bit of meaning to them. Uh, Matamidi four, Cloquet one. Good win for Matamidi, which yeah. they need. But kind of, kind of speaks to that chasm between. Where yeah. five is and where even, six yeah, is, even or like six or seven, you just it's yeah. a drop. Definitely, drop there's there's off. a drop off. We have a tier one and a tier two of, and we thought that Northfield would be much higher. I think they mm-hmm. will be. be on the other side. They got an evil Knievel it across yeah. the Snake yeah, they're, River. They're going to jump. Yeah. They're going to jump. It's just eventually when that happens. Correct. Um, and speaking of Northfield, Northfield three, Spring Lake Park three, overtime. 
Apparently, Parks got some sneaky score. Yes, a lot of them. Sneaky, sneaky scores. Yes. This might is. I'd like to see Spring Lake Park and Coon Rapids. Yeah, that's a sneaky. That's a sneaky score. Yeah. Uh, You know, I I'm willing to argue this that five double A is the deepest section in um in the state. Uh, yeah, I, I see where you're going with that, but at the same time, I still think we're going to end up with, you know, the, the top four teams. Sure. Yeah, I, I, I do too. Is, is number four. Yeah. I behind agree. Rogers, Centennial, Centennial and Maple Grove. Grove. Yeah. Uh, but Totino's not uh, half bad. Spring Lake Park's not half bad. Coon Rapids not half bad. Right. You know, there's there's a, not a lot of bad at the bottom. No, I agree with no. that. Um, moving on to Saturday, Orono four, Alexandria one. Good score for Orono. And that yep. tells us kind of the difference between Orono. They're, they're in the they're on the one side of the chasm, and Alex is on the, on other, the other side. side. Yep. We'll know a lot more about Alex after the Northern Lakes game. I agree. Agree. Uh, Mankato West 3, Farmington 2. Thank you. Thank you, Danny. Double thank you for yeah. putting this in because I coach uh, Olson. Is that the name of the coach at Mankato West? Nate's his first name. He said, we got, we're coming. We're coming. Mankato West is coming back. We got a lot of good guys coming through the program. We're going to be back. They just beat a double-A team. Yeah. Keep an eye on Mankato West. And yes. we got their jersey now, too, their red jersey. So, Which is cool. Um, that score really jumped out at me as a, a single-A team beating a double-A team. And I know Farmington isn't a juggernaut, but still, they're still a South Suburban team with a lot of kids in their program. I, I expected that to be a 6-7-1 game the other way. Yeah, uh, just because Farmington's having a down year, quote unquote, it's still expected this to be a Farmington win. Yeah, and it really makes if if West is back, it really makes three A a four team race, which is Correct. those are the best ones, right? Correct. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. Those are good. You yeah. know, you go down to Gustavus, and you're like, all right, and that's what are we fun. Yeah, that's a lot of fun. Gustavus sem- section playoffs is it's there it's last year. It was barn. great. It's a great barn. Yep. Um, Hermtown five, Montemidi one. All uh, right, I expected that. Couldn't couldn't quite deliver the touchdown that I promised last week. But. Is that what you said? Mm-hmm. Montemidi delivering with a goal in the last point one second left of the first period. So like the buzzer, boom, and the puck, puck was in, in the net. You know, but and we reviewed the tape a number of times, uh, but. It's just too, like, indisputable. They didn't wave at a goal on the ice. They met and then called it a goal, which Ooh, I don't know. That's always, always tough. I don't like call it something, meet, change it. I don't care. But, um, yeah, it was it was very close. And then literally um, puck drops in the second period. Hermantown just goes, score. And then River Freeman, lining up for the faceoff, takes off his glove and points back to his defenseman. It just goes like this, too. And then, boom, scores. River yep. scores the next one. Stop it. Yeah. He called his yeah. shot? Yeah. Uh, if, if you want to say that's what it is, we'll call it that. Let's do that's, it. Sure. What do you, what is you, what do you want to call it, it's, Will? It's a faceoff play. Oh. oh. That's, that's scissor. Shout out, shout out Coach Buck. I remember that from All last right. year. You're actually paying attention. 
Seldom when I'm not playing NCAA 14. <laughs> I, I, lis- I listen in. I've heard the new managers are better. Oh, don't. I've heard. Seen. I've heard. Seen. I've heard. I mean, like, yeah. Kangas and Sneaky Pete. I love you. They don't I listen. Do, I don't, I don't, they, don't they don't care. Listen. Why do they care? So, someone will tell them. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, More games. Yeah, but. More games. Good score for Hermantown. They looked yeah. legit. I really like their defenseman to round that out. All right. Um, New Ulm 4, Southwest Christian 3. Good win Again, for New Ulm. Good win for 3A. Yeah. Yep. Very good, good win. Good win for 3A. 3A and a good win. this. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, this is good. Very good win. Um, Rockridge five, St. Cloud Cathedral three. That's the score of the weekend, isn't it? It's one of them. It's one of them. I you put a little the, less the Chan stock. one. The Chan, Chan you put eight a one little over. less stock in it, uh, in it without Nick Hansen though. He got injured during the game though. Yeah, but that's still a huge swing. And and it was like in the second third period. Yeah. Two one eight. No, like, no let's, hey, uh, no. let's not forget last yeah. week. I was pumping the tires on Rockridge, and you <laughs> called them the cardiac cats and said they weren't there yet. No, I called I, them the radioactive radioactive, radioactive rats. <laughs> Same thing. Same. I am, look, seven double A. It's pretty open. I am here for Rockridge. All right. Yeah, you can be supportive, but they're not going to go anywhere. They could make it to state. They, oh, think God. about that. Oh. Watch the tape. Have you seen Rockridge this year? What? No. They play <laughs> They play no. a heavy game of hockey. Yeah. They are very hard to play against. Teams do not like to come out and get hit in the mouth by them. Have you I, seen them play? I saw them play all of last year, and okay. they returned Thank so you. much from last year. Okay. I would not be surprised if we see Rockridge at Amsoil, and I would not be surprised if we see him in that section final game. I'm. Blo- I would love that. Okay, Holy Family three, St. Thomas Academy three overtime. I not. Yeah. If I were picking, I would have picked a tie of that one. Too. Yeah, that's. Oh, yeah. I want to pick a tie of the future, but I, I thought the no. future. You guys aren't going to let me pick <laughs> nope. a tie. No, nope. I'm fine. Wyzetta three, Centennial one. Good yeah. score for Centennial. Yeah, good, yeah. good for them. Um. Okay, Sartell one, St. Michael Elverville zero. E. I don't. That doesn't teach me anything other than eight A is eight double A is a question trash. mark. Yeah. Um, Stillwater five, Roseville well, that four was overtime. Transitive. Yeah, that's okay. the transitive. Yeah. Which is a, this is a head scratcher game. You yeah. Can't, you can't get there if you're Stillwater. Is that a, is that a uh, non-conference or are they in the same league? They're in the same suburban east. Yeah, they're All both. Right. Um, and then Lakeville South six. Eastview three, great win, really yep. good win for Lake the Cougs. Yep. This this was the win that I needed. The five time consecutive champions of Section One AA. About to be six. <laughs> About to be six. I'm gonna I'm gonna be curious to see where Carl has South in his top fifteen, top thirty seven, because probably twenty nine. You can I mean you can make a case from there at the ten right spot. next to right Duluthies. next to Duluthies. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, at this point, I would take South over Shakopee. Well, we all would. Yeah, yeah. I don't think Except that's Carl. A- <laughs> that's the only one that matters. Yep, exactly. Um, Minnetonka, three, Moorhead, zero. We talked about this earlier. Yep. But, again, this is Kai Weigel doing what Kai Weigel yep. does. Yep. 
Um, Grand Rapids 2, Elk River 1, overtime. In a game that used to really matter. Used to really yeah, matter. Doesn't man. matter anymore. But it's a solid so win. Grand GR went 2-1 and one then. Correct. Good swing for the yeah. Thunderhawks. Yeah, good swing. And they'll play a tough schedule this year. Oh, yeah. Yep. And they got a great coach, so. Yeah. Yeah, so they're building something. Yeah. Um, and I really, Luca Roloff who played well. They're, good player. Yeah, they have some really good pieces to them, but they just need to be seasoned a little bit more. Yep. Um, then the other game of the Holiday Classic, Edina 3, Eden Prairie 1. Um, the announcers said that this was a good game. To me in a text that I missed out on this one. Oh, okay. So Bradman and Robin both thought this one was pretty good. So good showing, I guess, for EP. Um, and then the last game of the night would have been Chanhassen 8, Rogers 1. You were at it. Yeah. This was a game, man. I mean, kind of a confusing one because in some ways – the margin should have been way less in some ways. It was very indicative. Um, Chan Haston's forwards are remarkable. Yeah. I mean, Camp is really just the tip of the iceberg. I'm, I'm going to read our text thread. Yeah. Se- 707 puck drop at 710, I say Camp. Wow, 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 wow. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah. And, okay, just be advised, first time at Victoria for me. <laughs> Tiny, Ugh. tiny rink. Like, not even the seating area, but just the sheet of ice itself. Yeah, it makes Hermantown look big. Seriously, the, the neutral zone is, like, 12 feet long. But Camp gets the puck at the center line. He takes one and a half strides, and he is gone. Gone. Yeah, he's so quick. He, he has a special burst to him. And oh, then yeah. the other note, Andy Earl had played, just played a phenomenal game. He had two highlight reel goals in the first period. Um, really gives that first line. I mean... If you, if you take away Ulan on the Camp, first line right yeah, now? Yeah, I think he's skating with Ulan Camp. Uh, he's been playing on the second line. Really? Okay. Maybe Ty Smith, the Earl, and Chris. Er, Chris? Yeah. Okay. I, I could have been wrong, but I feel like maybe they were just between changes, but I feel like they were sure. setting each other up quite a bit. Sure. Um, Earl was, here it says, Earl 2-0, Chan forwards are an electric factory. They are. They're, they're different. Yeah. I, I think the addition of, to Ty Smith has really changed this team. The one the one note that I went to I went to this game with a buddy, and the one thing we said was Chan kind of felt like they were playing rink rat hockey. Um, not a ton of structure. Like Rogers definitely had a very deliberate breakout, you know, sure. work up the ice. Chan just kind of felt like we're faster than you. We're going to skate through. There's nothing you can do about it. I don't know if that's going to come back to hurt him. I don't know what. I don't know. That just that's something I noticed for sure. 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 sure like. If, you sc- if, if I'm scoring eight goals, I'm not I, changing it, much it, to my structure. Working for them. No. Structure's yeah. working well. I think they're they're back. They're where we thought they would be at to start the I season, agree. and they are there right and now. And they got the best goalie. They do. They do. Hendrickson was really solid. Yeah. Really, great. really solid. Okay, Tony, why don't you take away this interview with the Dinah's senior, Jackson Evers. We're joined in studio today with senior forward from Edina, Jackson Nevers. Jackson, your second appearance on Rink of Fire. How are you doing today, my friend? I'm good. How are you guys? I'm doing great. I'm excited. I have so many questions. I almost texted you today. I'm like, I have so uh-huh. much material. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, you know, with your baseball state tournament yep. appearance last year, uh, I've gotten to know your brother Mason working camps with him. Yep. I've gotten to know you. It's going to be a lot of fun here oh, today. Yeah. I'm excited. Um, let's just get to it. Let's talk some hockey, maybe some baseball. You want to do a sponsor read first? Yeah, I will. We'll talk about Jack's Cafe. You got to get there. I will. We, we got to get you a sure. free meal. There. You and <laughs> I your love girlfriend that. or your parents <laughs> or something like that. I'll work on that. I'll get okay, you there. Perfect. It's a steakhouse. It's old school. Uh, great food and even better service. So you go there. They're basically waiting on you hand and foot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, great drinks, great food, great everything. We're going to be eating uh, Jack's Cafe sandwiches on our trip. Oh, we'll yeah. be talking about <sighs> Thief River Falls here. We're going to be eating right when we go up there. Danny, you've been there recently. What did you uh, have? Um, well, we went there, there for brunch recently. What did you have? I had the um, prime rib hash. It's really good. Wait, it, I was kind of jealous. I, you Although I, I had a, I, this, we had brunch there after a, a rice, uh-huh. uh, excuse me, a rank fire session, and I had a pot pie, uh, scrambled egg pot pie hash kind of thing too. It was fantastic. What did you just <laughs> say? <laughs> That's a lot of food. <laughs> you had a Popeye. It was scrambled eggs. <laughs> it was pot pie in the bottom. Okay. Scrambled eggs with like we call that a quiche in my book. <laughs> no, it had, it had gravy. It had gravy. Okay. It had gravy and it was fantastic. Okay. I mowed it down. I believe you. It was really good. It was really good. We were with Chris Anderson, the head coach at White Bear and Harper Searles. Harper Searles from Centennial. So. Yes. It was fun. Well, uh, check out Jack's Cafe. Thanks for their sponsorship of our show. Let's get to it. Jackson Nevers. Danny, you want to go first? No, no, because uh, I'll ask more about this year. Right. And stuff. I'm going to start off. I haven't seen you guys play yet. Mm-hmm. Full disclosure. I got you three times next week or the week during Christmas. Oh, yeah. So yep. I'll have plenty of Edina then. Um, but I heard just through the, the grapevine that you have a line of Michael Risto, Johnny Halverson, and Freddie Schneider. That is like a concoction. I mean, that is oh, yeah. that, that is going to be really fun to see. It reminds me of some of the teams your brother played on where they had like yeah. Lewis Crosby and uh-huh. Jet Jungles where they have all that speed, all that yep. skill, and just tenacity. What's yeah. it like to play with a line like that either be in front of you coming off mm-hmm. or, or behind you? What's it like with those guys? No, I mean, they're so skilled. They're, I mean, they all – feel like they all play kind of the same game, three goal scorers and three playmakers on the same line. So, I mean, they had a goal a few nights ago that was just so pretty. Well, the just tic-tac-toe. tic-tac-toe. We got that yeah. one on video. Yeah, I saw Jazzy that. Got that. I saw that. Yeah, yeah, that was a great goal. I mean. That's how I figured. I was like, yeah. wait, that's a line? Yeah. That's a thing. That yeah. is a thing right yeah. there, especially yeah. with Risty. I mean, that kid is a absolute knucklehead oh, yeah. off the ice. Uh-huh. I mean, just funny. I mean, <laughs> yeah, good. so but funny. when he gets that puck in the stick, it's. Such a smart player. It's so game smart. Over. I mean, I they're know. all. They all see the ice so well. They know where each other are going to be. And, I mean, that video just kind of shows it. Is that all right? So who do you play with? I play with Cowan and Flaherty. Yep. Oh. Or State it, line. It, yeah, yes. I think it matches so well with the three players. Because yeah. they all play – you guys all play differently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where I does mean, QB1 play? He's kind of – right now, we're trying to get him back into the things, <laughs> back he's into floater. hockey. He's yeah. a spy. Yeah. He's, Holy smokes. You have yeah. QB1 isn't even in the top six. Mason right. West. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Talking That's about. all. His name is QB1. Oh, yeah. On. Oh, yeah. Right now, he's playing with Vandertop and uh, Pitsley. Oh, that's a good crew. Mm-hmm. Vandy's yeah. such Yo, a good player. So good. Those two guys, uh, Bantam AA state champions. Yeah. yeah so. And I was both. asking you before, I'm like, how isn't Chase Bjorgard in the lineup mm-hmm. He's one of the best goalies I've oh, seen yeah. for the last few years at youth hockey. You said he's injured. Yeah, he is. Football, I think. I think his hamstrings are 
pretty screwed up, but I still have yet to see him play. Will he actually be in in hockey this year? I, yeah, I'm pretty. Okay. He's he's been skating with us, like just working with our goalie coach. Um, just That's like a pretty getting, good goalie coach. By oh yeah, casual. we have a new one this year. New one. Yeah. Wait, was, so uh, Harding's not coaching the goalie? He's type. a forward coach now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's trouble. That is trouble. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's trouble. Um, yeah, he's. I love Harz. He's a great guy, but. He's uh, Bjorg has just been working on so like who's the back goalie the, coach then? Corey, his last name starts right. with an L. It's so hard to pronounce. Um, he was at Minnesota State last year. He's a good friend of uh, Coach Giles. Okay, yeah, cool. All right, mm-hmm. all right. Uh, let's uh, keep going here. Uh, well, here's a question. So you watched Mason play growing up a yep. ton, right? Yep. You watched his teams. Is this team better than his teams? I mean. Well, it's a decent question, oh, yeah. right? It's it's a he tough didn't question. That one. No, I, I mean, got another Mason question coming. Yeah, up. Yeah, watching him. I mean, Sammy Walker. They, he had, they, he played with so many great players. I'm pretty sure his team, his junior year, had did around not win state. no did not win state. I'm yeah. pretty sure they had around 11, 12 commits. Yeah. <laughs> so they were pretty ridiculous. Kind of tough to top that, but. I mean, and then our, a team that once they didn't, yeah, didn't. But I mean, they were just such a tight group. They're, yeah. they're Mason still hangs out with all those guys till this day. Like, they're all still best friends. Yeah, I know. They're, I see a lot of those guys. A lot of them go to the U. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'll be at a game and I'll see all of them. Like, Kevy oh, there at the yeah. game, right? Yeah, K Doggy. <laughs> yep. I yep. love that kid. Yeah, he's awesome. I love that His kid. story's great. It's the best. It's yeah. the best. Um, it dawned on me too. Like I was in the press conference. I'm like, wait, Kevy never made an A team. He's sitting up here on the podium yep. and. Borlicky and all those other guys are sitting yep. back there with their D1 commits, and yeah. he's on the podium uh-huh. at, in the interview for at Win the State Championship. Yeah. I just thought it was a cool moment for that. Oh, kid. yeah. He, he kind of retweeted that. that I th- your tweet. I like did this see that tweet. the other day. Just yeah. recently. Yep. Yeah. Like two years later. I did yeah. see that you know? the other day. You got to yeah. dig yeah. to find that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> in yeah. his yeah. Twitter, you got to dig. Oh, yeah. Go oh, yeah. I know. For sure. For sure. Okay, Will, ask the baseball question. Sweet. So you're a multi sport guy. You got off to a terrible start i'm not gonna lie with the white socks hat <laughs> funny story funny story actually i'm in uh waterloo with teddy i mean not a lot to do there we're all super right. bored let's go and buy a hat right? yeah literally my hair we just go to shields to pass time and my hair was getting out of control and i yeah. was like dude i need a hat so i the like a, a lot of the hats there were like they had like a vikings one all this other stuff and i'm not a huge like football guy but i'll watch the vikings and then Teddy was like, just get this one. I was like, all right, I'll just take that so one. So he's now your personal shopper. Yeah, yeah, oh, okay. yeah. That's yeah, good. Yes. Oh, yep. man. It would have been fun to see him against you guys clash. Yeah, that would have been, been fun. Good. Missed him a ton on that one. Yeah, yeah. So do you guys live together? Which one was the – between you? who's the messy guy when you were living together? Oh, him for sure. Yes. Ooh. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> like it. Him, Shots him fired. for sure. He'll well, say we're going to get Mason here Two and a few yeah. minutes. I, I kind of prepped you on that one. Uh, yeah. What's the yeah, baseball so, question? Ba- wow. Terrible, terrible segue. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so you were in the state tournament last year, obviously. Two state tournaments in one season. That's just crazy. But what mm-hmm. kind of carryover is it from the baseball season or from the hockey season? You kind of have to reset and get into that baseball yep. mind? Or yep. are you just one fluid motion and you're gone? I mean, I was – after our season ended, I went down to Waterloo for a few weeks, missed uh, – Baseball tryouts, but I mean, all the guys. Dad's a coach, though. Yeah, they let you play still. (laughs) Yeah, uh, all the guys were like, "Yeah, it's fine. Like, come back and get back into the things." Uh, Came back. It was oh, it was so like tough to get into the baseball mode. Just like the mindset and like just knowing like 
like your swing's not there. I haven't. I don't work on it during the hockey season. Yeah. I'm strictly hockey, and then once baseball season hits, I kind of just jump right into it. But I mean, we have a ton of great resources over there. We have our coaching staff all. Uh, we have Mickey Leas. His dad played in the show. Yep, yeah. yep. He played in the show. He's great to work with. He kind of got my swing into check. But uh, but the I mean the pace of yeah. hockey is go 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 mm-hmm. go fast fast fast. Baseball is slow. slow yeah, slow, it's kind of nice slow. to you have some time to relax and like get ready for plays. And hockey, it's like you have all reaction. And uh, baseball, it's just you can sit there be like okay the pitch is coming then you get ready but right. yeah <laughs> it's a lot different pace yeah. that's for sure danny want to throw some lake conference questions yeah in? let's talk about this year right the lake conference is back yep it, oh is it, it, it you have you guys tonka is obviously the you know workhorse right now yep. and then you have Wyzetta who's right behind them too yeah. i mean What's it? Those games. You looking forward to those games? Let's talk about the season. Your schedule that way. Oh yeah, I'm so. Those games are always so much fun. I mean, both those squads are really good, super deep. Um, but I mean, you got it. You got a lot of buddies on those teams, so obviously you want to win. But I mean, those games all come down to just grinding and who wants it more. But it's always so much fun playing both those teams because you know the building's gonna be sold out. Everyone's yep. gonna be watching. But you nope. had, you guys have had like a, a scrimmage fest, uh, the Saturday scrimmage yep. fest. What did you learn from playing them? I know it's scrimmages and the goals and assists mm-hmm. and all that counts, but there you probably took away something from those scrimmages. Oh, yeah. What did you take away that you could share with us? Um, I mean, I'm pretty sure both those games were one goal games. Right. So, okay. I mean, we we're all, we're all of us, all teams, we're all getting into that hockey mode, getting into the swing of things, but. I mean, just super excited to see him and see how it's going to go. Yeah, that'll be exciting. Talk about wanting Tonka again. Oh, I can't wait. I mean, I have I have that day circled on my calendar. Um, I mean, just just from last year and losing that game in the championship is just so tough. The wound's still open, but got a ton of buddies on that team. Got to respect the squad. They, I mean, they're champions at the end of the day, but just cannot wait to see them again. Do you so, like playing at Pagel? Uh, me personally, I do not like Pagel. Why not? I don't like the light. I feel like the ice is always terrible. Yeah. Sure. And uh, the lighting. I don't like lighting? the lighting. It's too bright, isn't it? Way too bright. I, th- I think too so, bright. too. Yeah. I think so, too. What about the fans on top of you? Oh, I like that a lot. Okay. I like how it's all around, just like Braemar, how it's yep. all around. But, I I mean, I like their rink, just I don't like their ice. No, I, I that's fair. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. Um, um, so, when you guys... Uh, you had Tonka, you had the double pipe shots, you had a mm-hmm. lot of different things. Uh, you said your brother Mason left his uh, state championship ring on your clock radio last mm-hmm. year. Where's the Where's the championship ring now? Still there. Still there. Still just there. bugging you, isn't yep. it? Just look at it every day and want it. <laughs> just want it. Oh, that's that's too good. That's yeah. too good. All right. Uh, what do you know about Wyzetta? I've, I've seen him play twice in the last week and mm-hmm. very impressed by their depth. Oh, yeah. Um, they're and they played Benilde, uh, and they out-physicaled Benilde. Mm-hmm. So, and you guys played Benilde, we too. Did, yeah. So you can kind of get an idea that you're going to have a another football-style game yeah. against those guys. Tell me a little bit what it, you know about it's, those guys. It's always a battle against Wyzetta. I mean, I'm pretty sure usually when we play them, it's always a one-goal, maybe two-goal empty net game. But it's always a grind against them. Like, 
they're coached so well with O'Leary. Like they're a grind. They get the puck deep. They hit. They're they have so much depth this year. It's pretty fun to see, and you got to be looking forward to that game. I tweeted it uh, this week uh, that I think it's the best way out a team since their 16 state championship team. They're just their three lines are so mm-hmm. deep. Their D is really good. Yeah. The only question mark, and I'm not ripping on Turek, their goaltender, but I think their only question mark is their goaltender. Well, it's not Igman. That's the yes, thing. Yeah, yeah, it's just yeah. Not, that's it. It's it's not uh, Turek. It's the fact that it yeah. isn't willing. Yeah, right. Yep. yep. Um, okay. Think about sections now, right? Is, is there something special about playing at Big? Yes, I love playing at Big. I think it's so much fun playing there. Like it's kind of like year. it's kind of like Bramer. It's got that low but, ceiling. Yes, but yes. it's more on top. The fans always feel on top right of on you. top of you. I mean, I remember last year when we have our starting lineup. Uh, I was about to get called, and the lights turned green. I just had goosebumps all really? down my body. I was like, wow, this is sweet. <laughs> the fans go crazy. It's so much fun playing there. They love the light show thing. Oh, yeah. They love it. So it's they must so have done fun. red. Or did you play vanilla? Why is that, why is that, like why is that in the Why is that in the chip and then uh, vanilla in the semis? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I just think there's something special about that rink because of the, the, like the history oh, yeah. behind the Jags in mm-hmm. that rink. Just always makes it feel special. Yeah, I love that rank. This just came up. Going back to why I said it for a second, I was talking to Pat, and he goes, "Yeah, we killed them seven to nothing in the last game of the season. Mm-hmm. They did." What do you remember? I totally forgot about that. Yeah, what did that? What happened that day? Did you, was it just one of those everything went right, everything went wrong for you guys? Or? Yeah, I'm. That was that was a tough game. I remember that. I'm. They just every shot they were shooting was going in. We were not playing well. And I remember right after that game, we shook up, like, all our lines. Going really? Into sections. Yeah, that was when me, Flair, and Cow uh, got put together. Um, and then, I mean, obviously, we were like, I mean, we'll see him again. We'll see him again. That's oh, yeah. the goal. We'll see him again. Um, and then we did see him again. and Took care of business. Yep, took all care right. of business. We talked a little about, about the, the wristy line. Yep. We'll talk about your line a little bit more. What roles do you guys, Flaherty, play and – you and Colin, what are the roles? Obviously, Colin's the goal scorer because oh, he yeah. just lights it up. Oh, yeah, days. yeah. He had but what are the roles? The what do they fit in? I mean, we're all pretty big. We all got to use our body to our advantage. Uh, I mean, get the puck deep and we'll go to work. Uh, kind of like to have Cowie shooting the puck, but, I mean, I feel all of us can score the, score that goal. But I feel like you draw attention, mm-hmm. which leaves Cowan open, yeah. and Flaherty goes in everywhere. He'll go anywhere. Yeah. And so then He's like, your suicide machine. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, which yeah. is great, which is what you need, because then it frees both of you guys yeah. up, and then nobody's expecting Bobby to just be wide open yep. waiting for the shot. And yeah. he's always there, yep. too. Yep. That's what I like about that line. Yeah, yeah. It's super fun playing with those guys. Now, if... Do you guys have any like additional pressure? The fact that you've lost to Benilde? Do you guys think about that like, from a section seating? Doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. No, I mean sections can go any way. Just whoever wins. Okay, it all comes down to winning. That's right. And I mean, we'll see him again. That's just what we keep saying. We'll see him again. <laughs> I love it. You're gonna see Tonka tw- two more times yep. too before the yep. state tournament. Yep. So that'll be fantastic. All right, you've done this before. We're gonna do some pickums. Uh, because you never, I never pick it against Edina. It's one of my rules. Mm-hmm. I, I invented it way long ago. Uh, so we've left Edina out yep. this year. So yep. we have five pickums. You want to stick around? Yeah, let's do it. All right. You want to read off some other games that are of note that aren't okay. pickums? And this is a thick week of games. It's kind of like rivalry week oh, yeah. in college football. So yeah. there's some really good games this a lot of, week. A lot of section matchups. A lot of yeah, section matchups. A and double A. 
Um, Section 7AA, Duluth East, and Andover play. Did not make the list. Didn't make the list of pick'ems. That's how deep the pick'em <laughs> list yep. is. Um, St. Thomas and Centennial in a let's see how they play against each other type Those of game. two teams that are knocking on top ten door, but not quite They're there, there right? but they're not there. Right. Um, right. Orno, St. Cloud Cathedral, which is top ten. That's in here. That's in there. Wow. <laughs> oh, that's weird. That's, that's weird. Right, right, okay, yeah, that, right. that was there. Um, Thief River Falls and War Road play. Um, Matamidi and Delano and Rosemount and Hermantown that's play at a, Hermantown. Really interesting. That game. one's juicy. Sneaky good game. Sneaky that's, good. Yeah. That, do you know anything about Rosemount? Mm-mm. They're good. Yeah, that's what I've I've been seeing them. Yeah, a lot of good yeah. scores. They're playing pretty well yeah. against some good teams. Yeah, I know. So that's why that Hermantown game is quite interesting. All right, ready to go? I'm ready. All right, one of the most storied rivalries in our state's history: White Bear Lake and Hill. Yes. Where do they play? Aldrich. Is it's not always at Aldrich. It's they flip Aldrich. on and off, okay, yeah, but this played, one's at Aldrich, so you can get in to watch it. TC Garden was that they? TCO Garden, Badness, oh. yeah, Sports Center by President. So this by. Was a, this will there'll be three thousand fans at this game. It'll, it'll be busy because it's Saturday before um, Christmas. Christmas. There'll be a lot of people there. Yeah, um, you know what? Oof, I'm gonna go White Bear. I think they're playing way better right now than Hill. If this, this game were in February or late February, early March, I would probably go Hill. But I'm going to go White Bear, Danny. Uh, I liked what I saw out of Hill this week. I like the structure. Really? I, I, I do. I, I'm concerned about scoring currently. That's my question. Like, who's going to score know. for them? I don't know. Well, well, obviously, their D can move the puck. Yeah, they got but, good D. But I just... I gotta go structure here. Suffocates um, White Bear. All right, I think you're wrong. Yeah, well, that's why you picked White Bear. Uh, yeah, Tony, I'm gonna agree with you. I just feel like Hill definitely. We're seeing them now. They're don't get me wrong, very good hockey team, but they're gonna continue to ascend, ascend, ascend. I have no doubt in my mind they're gonna take care of business when it counts in March. But for right now, I feel like White Bear is playing better hockey. I'm gonna go with the Bears. Yeah, one one quick thing. Maybe we'll talk about them earlier in the show, Alex. We'll go back in time here. But I, one thing about Hill is, I still don't have. They don't have the man. They don't have yeah, somebody. No you know, they don't have five guys like these guys have who can put the puck in the net. I guarantee it's not going to be a one to one soccer match this year when you play Hill. No, please, no. promise yeah. me. I, sh- I sure hope fast. not. Yeah. <laughs> It's always tough playing them, though. They they're so structured. It kind of right. remind their coach kind of reminds me of Giles in a way. Just yeah. on how structured they both are. Yeah, especially you guys get them a little bit later. You get them yeah. in January, yep. where it's the structures definitely they start buying into yeah. what Lefty's yeah. got to say. Well, you you actually play two teams twice twice this year. Actually, non conference two teams mm. twice. But a home like a Friday. Friday Saturday uh, yeah. February second February third. That's that's with Hill. That's this yeah. yeah. Morehead. You yep. got twice, mm-hmm. and, and you have St. Thomas twice. But not back to yeah. back. Not to no. back yeah, to yeah. back, right, but right. it's rare to have three non conferences yeah, for sure as a two games for sure. So, so that's why. Who are you yeah. taking in this one? I'm gonna go with Hell. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yep. I had a feeling he would do that. I'm going with Hell. I I just think their structure is gonna be too much, but I do know Roder on White Bear Lake. He's a solid player. Yeah, yeah, real solid. player. Did you player. play against him in the USHL? Did no, you, we we actually we played him in preseason. Over I don't think Pittsburgh? he was playing though. Yeah. Okay. But uh, no, in uh, Omaha, 
preseason. Oh, okay, yeah. like a little scrimmage fest. Kind yeah, of thing? Okay. yeah, yeah. All right, yeah, he's but good. He's he's, he's really a good. solid player. I played against him in Elite League too. Yeah, always tough playing against him. Yeah, he's you, good. You give him a little bit of space, Gone. and he just boom. Oh yeah, he's so strong it's too. Interesting, like his brother Layton, just like your brother, are doing, and and I think the the, the second rotor might be the, <laughs> the better, best rotor of all. Although Nash, the youngest rotor, yeah, I've heard really, he's pretty really skilled really too. Really good, really good. <laughs> all right. Next one, uh, Orno St. Cloud Cathedral apparently got scratched, and now it's back. <laughs> and now in. it's back. Where is this game? At Cathedral. Hmm. So it's at the Mac. Mac Fred's. Yeah. yeah, all right. Uh, where are you going with this one, Danny? Uh, it all depends on goaltending right now. Uh, I think if goaltending is not there for Cathedral, if Hanson is not starting. That's why I'm going with Orno. I think i got to go Spoiler. Orno. Yeah, so you're going Orno? Orono, I think Orono, this is a statement game for them. All right. Yeah, kind of stole my take. I think if both sides are at even strength, I'm going with Cathedral. Their young studs are just, I feel like they can work Orono up and down the ice and kind of wear them out. But without Hanson, I'm going to go with going to go with Orono. All right, goalie hurt. We're picking on we're picking on Cathedral. This is not your strong suit. No, I think I'm just going to go Orono. Are you going to go Orono? I'm going to gooch him. Just follow the lambs. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Should I just do it? Should I just go Cathedral? I still think I'm Cathedral could still do it. I'm going to go Cathedral, although I do think Orno's going to win. But mark me down for Cathedral. We've gotten in a fight on our girl show about this. <laughs> okay. Or I wrote, Playing or she, both sides. No, I didn't even play both sides. She just stole the stole a game from me. <laughs> uh, right out of my pocket. All right, next game, Northern Lakes. This is a sneaky good team here, Jackson. And they have made it to state once. Where Alex is custom to going, mm-hmm. accustomed to going to state here, um, Northern Lakes. Alex, you're a Class A guy. Will who are you going with here? Man, um, honestly, I really want to see Northern Lakes play, and I don't know if they're going to make. They were just down here to play Southwest Christian. Yeah. I don't know if I if they're going to make another trip, but I'm going to go with Northern Lakes. I don't know. I will see Northern Lakes play this year. Yeah, I, I guarantee I'll see them. Pick play me up on the way, man. I'm there, but yeah. I don't know. They haven't given me any reason not to trust them. I'm gonna, I'm gonna ride with ride the lightning. Yeah, but the uh, lightning didn't they play like they had to come back on Southwest Christian? Yeah, they were down, they were down three zero early in the second, Ugh. and then scored five unanswered. Hey, results are results, man. I, a win. I love this. Wins team. a win. I, I I know like three or four kids on this Northern Lakes team. I'm I'm gonna go Northern Lakes. So oh wait, no, nope. not my turn. Come on, sorry, don't. sorry, sorry, sorry. You're that going was Northern fun. Lakes. Sorry. Northern Lakes or Alex? I'm going to go Northern Lakes. Oh, man. Yep. yep. You're going You're Northern stuck. Lakes? I'm going Northern Lakes, I'm fine too. with going Alex. I was going to go Alex. You're going Alex anyway, all right. Teams, you know, it's the big bad wolf in this section. They it's are. It's hard to beat the they team are. that's in charge, yep. right? They are. Look at Benilde. Mm-hmm. It's hard to beat Edina. Yeah. When it matters, it's hard to beat <laughs> it Edina. It is. <laughs> so, that's, I'm going Alex. Do you Alex. feel comfortable being called the big bad wolf? I'm fine with that. You're fine with that? Yeah. I mean. Oh, I didn't get to this S question. In a fight, you and your brother Mason get after it. Who wins the fight? Because uh, you're bigger than him. You're stronger yeah. than him. I mean, I just think he knows how to get in my head he, and get me going. He's got you, huh? Yeah, I think. So Mason is the Edina and you're the Benil to the house. I guess so. You can say, <laughs> it. You can say it like that. You can say it like that. You're a good sport. Yeah. You're a good sport. All right. Last uh, round, you get to go first this time. Another great rivalry. Wow, this is good. Some yeah. good games. Uh, Creighton, Durham Hall, and St. Thomas, they'll play uh, neutral Friday. site at, at Aldrich. Aldrich. Aldrich is the place to be. This week it is. Yeah. All right. What do you got? 
I'm going to go St. Thomas. St. Thomas. Yep. Is this because you got uh, buddies on St. Thomas? I got Thomas? a few buddies yeah, on that team. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a couple of the guys yep. over there. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Uh, who is it besides Jimmy, Zavarol? Zavarol, Cronin. Cronin, of course, yep. Patch. Yeah, I forgot about him. That Mike and he's yep. a Dina. Yeah. But Zav was one of my best buddies growing up, so, you know, just rooting for him. What a good family. What a good family. Oh, I would. I'm gonna go by rank. I'm gonna go by Carl's rank. Cause I think Creighton is still ranked higher than St. Thomas, so I'll go with Creighton on that one. Mr. Danny, are you gonna pick your? I've been higher on Creighton, Creighton all year. You did go to St. Thomas. Did I, I did. I did. I've been higher on Creighton though all year, so I gotta stick with that. Do you think that Creighton uh, will have to play St. Thomas in the section semis? Um, I think at this point, yeah. At this point, yeah, that Eastview score is the bogey. Yeah. So, you know, if Creighton beats St. Thomas, that drops them to the three seed. Now, um, CDH plays, I believe, Eastview. Uh, not Rosemount, though. Uh, yeah, is so, Rosemount, like, free of all those guys? Um, they might play I once. Have, I would have to check. I think yeah, they well, actually we're play. We're going to start Cre looking at Rosemont. Yeah. So, Earlier way, in the show, we talked about Owatonna. Thank you, <laughs> Tony. We talk Thank about you. Donna. Yes. I think that, that uh, Rosemont could be doing the same thing. Could be, um, okay. but that conference is a little bit harder. Who are you going with? CDH. You're going CDH. Yeah, just because I've been high on CDH, Ooh. and I'm going to stick with that Could pick. we go 50-50 here, Will? Man, this is tough. Um, I believe in the talent that's there at CDH, but they're only, at this point they're only scoring two and a half goals a game, and I don't think that offensive breakout is going to come against a Mike Randolph team. For that reason, I'm going to go with the Cadets. All right. Do you know that as a Hermantown alum, it's kind of in your prerogative to hate STA. Do you know that? Dude, are you, do were you, you know, old enough? You don't, you don't were even you have old to enough? tell me. Were you old enough? <laughs> I was. Do you okay. remember the 55379 yeah, uh, speech? 2011, was. Remember 2011 that one, 2012, 2013. <laughs> Both of my siblings were in high school. My parents would take me down to the tourney, and I would sob. From oh, the time we left the Isn't XL the Energy best? Center until I finally fell asleep in like Hinkley. Oh, what, is the zip, what is the zip code in Hermantown? 55803. Okay, so he gets up and gives a speech about St. Thomas. Bruce Plant. In Bruce Plant. Oh, mm -hmm. and he gets up there. He's like, here's this kid. He's from 55803. It goes all the way down the roster. Every one of them, same zip code. It's, it was, it's a legendary it's rant, man. Classic. So you just picked St. Thomas. You realize that? Yeah. I respect Rand. Tears have dried up. I take yeah. it. All right. All right. Last game, our Friday night ice game, where we'll be up in Thief River Falls. East Grand Forks will be visiting World War. We'll play where the lighter yellows. Okay. No, they're wearing yellow, but the they are the home team. It is their home game. Uh, good. I didn't know you. at the time we made the jerseys, but uh, nevertheless, should be a good game. Third in the state, uh, World is, and I believe they're fifth. Uh, did they make it to fifth now? East side, east side. I think I think, like, I think they hopped up to five. Five. They're five. Three versus five. God, how do I pick a game where I'm actually the promoter of the event? That's going to be hard. Conflict of interest. There's no a con major no conflict. It feels of interest. like a Kirk Herbstreit uh -huh. going on it right now. It's <laughs> a little bit. I'm, pick a tie. Has that ever happened before in Pick'em history? Just no, we mm -hmm. don't pick ties. You could. <laughs> I could pick a tie. Don't do that, Tony. <laughs> Get it right, right? No. Um, Get it right. You know what? I'll go with this. I'm going to go with Waro because they have found a way to win games this year in situations where they really weren't supposed to win. Yeah, that's true. 
So I think they're going to find a way to win in this specific game. So I'll go Warroad. Yeah, I can see Warroad coming back in the third period and just grinding right. their way. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it, with everything that we're doing centering around this game for Warroad, I, I got to go Warroad. Yeah, they have the, uh, the sentimental yeah. for that one as well. Yeah, I, ca- I can't pick against them. I feel like Warroad obviously being up there way up on the border – we talk about these Mr. Hockey guys. I feel like we're leaving out Carson Pilgrim in a way because he had his coming out party in the state tournament. But so far this year, we haven't talked about him a lot. I feel like this is going to be his coming out party in this one. You know, so I'm, when I'm you score Warroad. 50 goals, I don't think it's at the state tournament that you came out to everybody. <laughs> yeah, 50 goals. <laughs> yeah, I think we That's noticed Bihar like numbers. Yeah. Yeah. Against good teams. Mm-hmm. Yes. I think he's I think he's going to well, have a big he's one. A for, I mean, he's a for sure Mr. He's a Hockey lock. Yeah, I mean, he's a lock. He just has to make it. Place. What was the one guy? Is it Casey Stom? Stom. <laughs> Casey Stom for your played knowledge. like six games. Six games. Mr. Hockey really? Drafted like six round by the Canadians. Okay, but six games and he was on the Mr. Hockey list. Really? Yeah. He's out for the year. Out for the year. Just like wow. And then showed up and he was a defenseman, like zero points. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then he's probably still playing hockey at CC or something. No, he's not. Is no, he not? not? Is he out no. of hockey finally? Didn't even finish playing I'll, college? I'll, I'll tell another story off the air. It's oh. hilarious how we discovered him. Peter discovered him. Oh, okay. There we go. Peter discovered him. He's like, I found Casey Stone. Oh, I know this story. It's yes. It's good. It's good. All right, uh, Will. So you went world as well? Yep, world. What are your thoughts on the what Carson Pilgrim did the state tournament? Oh, he was, he was sweet. He was so much fun to watch. I mean, him <laughs> and Shagabay together were so much fun to yeah, watch. Yeah, it, it was probably fun for you guys because they really weren't in your yeah. league, but you definitely took yeah. notice. Oh, yeah. I mean, I remember being at the hotel and just watching those games, and you're like, wow, those guys can play. <laughs> yeah, it's fun real to watch. All right, last one. You get to go. Do you want to go green? You're going to pick the east side? You're going to stick with the sentimental I world? I am going to go East Grand Forks. Are you? Yeah. God, you got some good picks here. Yeah. You could win the whole thing you might win yourself a dinner at jack's cafe that's the goal that's the goal (laughs) one way or the other we're getting you fed at jack's cafe all right well that was it well great show uh fun to be here great to have you here in the studio with us for danny ryan jack's nevers will peterson i'm tony scott thanks for tuning in we'll see everybody around the rink love is a burning thing and it makes a fiery ring